And we're going live. Yes, sir. <laughs> what do you got? Social media? Mm -hmm. People love you, bro. People love you, too. Thank oh, you. we're live? We're doing Super it right now. excited. So we, we've... Uh, God, oh, what's the word? Gawked? What's the word when you ogled over someone's body? Sure. Well, dude, you got jacked. <laughs> you went from being skinny to shredded. Yeah, yeah. You're pretty serious about MMA training, man. It's really just about, like, the lifestyle. You know what I mean? You're a martial artist, so you know freaking the mind... And the body and the soul go together. So yeah, for all sure. of these things I'm learning about them. I'm I'm able to put them all together. You can't be a complete person until everything is together. Ooh. So um, you know, spiritually, I've already ascended above my peers. Now I'm taking my body up there. How do you do it spiritually? Through that giant jug of weed you got on the table? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Stay high. Yeah, for the folks <laughs> only listening, Wiz brought literally like a, a mason jar filled with weed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And it's like halfway full. Do you have in the specific studio. strains that you like? Yeah, I smoke the KK, Khalifa Kush. Oh, you got your own shit. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I got tired of smoking all different types of weed. Um, it's like a drink, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like alcohol. People right. only drink dark liquor, whiskey. or yeah. I only smoke KK. Only KK. Yeah, yeah. If you mix it up, though, you'll get a big hit, right? Like mm -hmm. if, you, if you switch it up to somebody else's stuff, you're like, woo, like yeah. your body's not no ready for it. My head will go crazy. And yeah. Like I'll really feel it. You'll see me like over in the corner stone somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I only have to smoke KK. That's it. That's the weed, weird thing about weed, right? Like you, you get used to mm -hmm. a certain strain. Yeah. Like I'll get physically like ill if I don't smoke my strain. I'll get runny really? nose. Really? Coughing. Yeah, yeah. I need, <laughs> I need KK. Wow. Yeah, yep. <laughs> How much do you smoke a day? Probably an ounce. Like a cool. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. We, we burn in a cool ounce. <laughs> How about you? I don't smoke that much. Yeah. No, like a joint. More like a joint a day. I'm a really? Yeah. I, like I would think that you were like just getting stoned all day. I get stoned all day when I don't have shit to do. Got you. But if I have too much shit to do <coughs> and I get stoned all day, that shit doesn't get done. Oh, you said so. you like blunts? Yeah. Why you like blunts? Because the little tobacco gives you, you like go. this little extra high. Yep, yep. I'm glad you admitted it. Yeah. Like, yeah. People who smoke blunts, they 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 don't. Some of them they don't know that they're tobaccoing, and they try to mask it and say, "No, you know, it's a leaf." And it's like, "No, bro, you like yeah. tobacco." It's tobacco with weed. Yep. It's a, like a combo high. It cuts it a little yeah. bit too. Yeah. I I like it before I go on stage. It's my favorite before I go on stage. That's it gives me like a little pickup, but a yeah. little. High, but a little like, woo, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. I'm happy how legal weed is these days because it's like, I would, I, my son had a spring concert yesterday and I would feel like shit back in the day walking in there smelling like bud because he goes to a private school, right? And it's like, right, you know what I mean? It's a reflection on him, yeah. So it's like, you know, you got the weed head dad, blah blah blah, uh -huh. and other thing, but it's like nowadays that shit is cool, like, no one cares, nobody gives a fuck, yeah. It, I've seen it happen because I have a 22 year old daughter, but then I also have an 11 and a nine year old, uh -huh. and with the 22 year old, when she was growing up, it was all weird, it was mm -hmm. weird, it was mm -hmm. like if you were you were a loser if you Bro, were smoking weed, play dates, you know what I'm saying, yeah, like, people coming over house you got weed at the house yeah bro parents get weird i live like right up the street from the school so like i'm getting real technical with it like yeah. i'm in a school zone <laughs> you know what i'm saying like, like legitimately yeah. bro like i could be <laughs> not here right now incarcerated for real yeah. <laughs> you see that lady they locked up today in dallas did you see that shit nah, no no old lady a grandmother they locked her up because she had cbd on her really <clears throat> oh yeah she was at dallas airport it's oh, not okay. even psychoactive. And I think she had the oil, like, for her skin. Right. Oh, like, they just hate it. 
It's just ridiculous. And she's an old lady, too. Old lady needs it for arthritis. That's trash. My wife's mom uses it for arthritis. It's great C- for CBD older folks. CBD is the shit. My, uh, my, I was probably calling her my ex-baby's mom. She's still my baby's mom. <laughs> <laughs> but she has another baby on the way in her new relationship. But she's able to take uh, CBD during her pregnancy to help her... Uh, yeah. Her nausea and all of that stuff. Yeah. So it's like, why would you hate on CBD, bro? No, like, it's amazing. It's the shit. It's My f- friend's son has some seizures. He has like mm, some sort of epileptic seizure. Mm, Gives mm. him CBD, it's gone. That's Gives amazing, it every day, he doesn't have them anymore. That's amazing. I love that. It's though. incredible. It's, That's so good. It's almost, you feel like you're lying. Right. It does so many different things. Right. That when you talk about weed, you feel like you're lying. Yeah. I mean, like these days and this day and age, I was just telling somebody the other day, smoking pot is going to be old school. Like, you know what I mean? We're still going to do it, but it's totally moving towards just ingesting it and yeah. rubbing it on and all that shit. Sprays. So people, yeah, so people tinctures. are less scared of it and it works. Like, yeah. Like, fuck. Like, you know what I mean? The shit. thing about the edibles, though, it puts you in a weird place if you get too much. Yeah, yeah. I've yep. seen some people melt down. Yo, edibles are crazy. So, I got a homie who just took a THC pill yesterday and he was talking all types of shit like he was going <laughs> to be awake. That shit knocked him out. He's probably still asleep. Like, yeah, the edibles fuck you up. You yeah, do edibles? Yeah, I do, but yeah. I, I've had some bad experiences. Like someone, For real? not bad, but like like completely lost, could touch with this dimension. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you, like I had a friend who made THC pills. Yep. And I was taking him out a party once. And it was a party for a jiu-jitsu tournament. So okay. it was a jiu-jitsu tournament, and then there was this party afterwards. And uh, by the time the pills had kicked in, I, I have no idea how much it was in there. Because it was like some handmade shit that this guy exactly. put together himself, yeah, little yeah. capsules that you right. buy. Right, 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 right. It was as high as I've ever been in my life. Yep. Like to the point where I wasn't even seeing people. I was seeing like a two-dimensional <laughs> cutout of the person. And then behind them, I was seeing like their true intention, their oh, soul like yeah, peeking out. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, really yeah, high. Yeah. Fuck. And I was talking to this one dude, and he was just... Uh, he's a he was a high level jujitsu guy. He was re- he was really odd. It was mm-hmm. a very strange feeling I got talking to this cat, <laughs> and then um, like a month later, he was on the run for rape. Yeah, he uh, had raped some woman, and then he escaped. And then he was so addicted to jujitsu. The story was that he started training again with a fake name. But he was like this high-level black belt. And there's only that, this, especially back then when this happened, this is like the early 2000s, there's only a certain number of high-level black belts that are running around. Right. So he put on this fake Brazilian name and started training in like the Pacific Northwest. What the fuck? And then, and, but he's strangling black belts. And everybody's like, what the fuck? is Who is this guy? Jesus so people Christ. ask. So someone took a picture of him. And they go, that guy's wanted for rape. Oh, shit. Yeah. But I remember talking to him on these THC pills being like, like some there's some wiring that's not correct here. Oh, with this. fuck. Yeah. Damn, dog. Yeah. That's a, whoa. Yeah. <sighs> THC pills. And yeah, rape. they expose things. Yeah, they do, bro. I did mushrooms and it exposed a lot. Ooh. Yeah, yep. Do you do shrooms? Yeah. Yeah, yep. I fuck with mushrooms because that's what <laughs> happened with me when I was on mushrooms. I was able to see people's true intentions. Yeah. Because being a rapper and shit like that, you know, you'd be having to peel back the layers. Layers and layers mm-hmm. and layers. And, and I was trying to peel my own layers back <laughs> just for my own sure. personal. Everyone And is, I right? ended up, yeah, yep. And I ended up being like backstage somewhere and I was like, fuck. I was like, I'm around all these people. And like I really see their true intentions, and it was like I see what crowd they are, and it was like I felt like I was separated. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like I was on a boat all the way out here, and they were all on the, on the all on an island partying, and I was like, damn. Yeah. 
I can see what's going on over there. But it was cool. It, it, like I do mushrooms every now and then. I don't fuck with it all the time. I, I haven't done them in like three years because they help you see shit like that. So it's like for me, I'll take that experience and I'll just live with it. Yeah, I don't need to keep going through it over and over. Like you probably seen that dude and was like, oh shit, now I know people who are rapey. As soon as I see him, <laughs> well, I knew he was dangerous. Mm-hmm. Like he was a legitimately dangerous person. Like not That's just insane, bro. Not just a trained killer, but he was dangerous. Like the way he thought about things. Ooh, that's wild. Yeah, there's people like that out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you 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 don't know until you experience it, and that was a mild experience compared to most people's bro. encounters. There's a lot of psychos out there. It's fucking crazy motherfuckers, bro. <laughs> I know, I know, just probably in fighting too. That's why I feel like more people need to like smoke weed and, mm. and train. I think so too. Because it balances. <laughs> the training is great, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it alleviates all that shit with yeah. most people. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be some dudes just like that guy that are just, they're just out there. Yeah, just, they're taking it to that, that level. Like, yeah. Yeah, yep. That's crazy. When you think about the world of fighting and competition, I mean, you're dealing with people that are taking the biggest risks. They don't they don't have to do that. Right. This is like a choice. Right. They could get a job. The choice is, I want to get a job trying to fuck up other people yeah. who have a job trying to fuck up people. The killers, the trained killers, just going after each other. Right, right. And when you're around those dudes, one of the things you one of the things you realize very early on, you ha- you can have your preconceived notions about them being like like mean people mm-hmm. or violent people. Right. They're people of character. Yes, sir. You have to have extreme character to pull off what they do. Yeah, yep. They're some of the best people I've ever met in my life are yeah, fighters. Yep, yep. They, they're they're a different breed of human being. Yeah. They chose that path. They chose it. No yep. one's no one's forcing them. We're not in war. Right. They decide to go and do that. And like, mm-hmm. oof. That's why it's so exciting to watch, right? Right. Because you know that they're putting everything on the line. Right. I look at it like, like you said, they they chose that. So yeah. to become an athlete to to choose to fight you know what i mean mm-hmm. like and a lot of them are really like you said smart and they're technical and especially yeah. how the sport is developing these days because people don't want the long-term damage but they want to still like you know what i mean go hard so mm-hmm. they're coming up with fucking all types of ways to do this shit and it's like at the end of the day you have to be creative or you have to have some type of something up here you know what i mean you're not just fighting to be fighting you know right so yeah, I think they all go in for the same reason. They all they're, they're trying to find out if they can do it right in the beginning. Yeah, yep. and then they have a, a just a drive to prove that they're the best. Right. I was just talking to somebody the other day about that. Um, it was like a crazy argument because they were saying how fight fans are just there for knockouts, and I was like, you definitely have your your knockout fans. I was like, those probably are the people who pay the most. You know what I mean? It was like, but. I was like, you got to give credit to a lot of people who understand fighting and love it and are viewing it for that aspect. It's like, you know, when you watch football, like a lot of people played football and, you know, wish they could have been that person on the field. They just haven't. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was trying to explain to him. I was like, there's a huge crowd of people who actually know about this shit and who are knowledgeable. And those people support it as well. It was weird. Yeah, I I feel you. I know exactly what you're saying. Mm Mm-hmm. There's some people that just want to see people get beat up, and some people that want to see Floyd Mayweather duck punches. Right. 
You know, one of the best things about Floyd Mayweather and Canelo wasn't that Floyd beat Canelo up. Mm, mm. He outboxed him. Right. But he showed this level of defense. Right. If you're a boxing fan, you're like, mm. Jesus Christ. Yep. Like, he knows everything that's coming. Yep. He's always in the right angle. Mm -hmm. He's always one step ahead. Mm -hmm. And that's why he's so good. Yep. His, his defense is, I mean, he, Floyd's only been hit like a few times his right. whole career. Like, right. really hard. See? Like, Shane hit him a couple times. Uh, was it Maidana? Yeah. Maidana hit him really yeah. hard once. And they fucking like save the clip and play it over, yeah, and, over, over and over. Just, <laughs> <laughs> it's like so... He can, he can be hit. Yeah. <laughs> really? You think about other boxers, how much they get hit in compared uh -huh. to Floyd. I love watching that. Uh -huh. I, I love watching someone who can move like that. Right, right, like, right. My favorite fighter to watch in the UFC was Mighty Mouse. Mm -hmm. Not just because he was the best pound-for-pound pound fighter on the planet, but because he was not getting hit. Right. He was... Occasionally, someone would tell, like, John Mayorga tagged him on a straight left. Mm -hmm. Occasionally, some guys hit him. Mm -hmm. But most times, things are just grazing. Yeah, yeah, Most yeah, times, yeah. things are getting blocked. Right, right, And right. even if he gets hit, he's right, moving. Right, It's a... Uh, he's a puzzle. Right. Like, if you're a fan of martial arts, you want to see the mm -hmm. master of the puzzle. Exactly. You know? Yeah, hell yeah. And I don't... <clears throat> I don't count them people out, and I wouldn't fucking sit in front of a dude and let him just be like, "Oh yeah, everybody wants to see knockouts." I'm like, nah, bro. Like, it's not like that, fam. We, I think everybody likes both things, though. Yeah. It's like when you get like Arturo Gotti versus Mickey Ward. Mm -hmm. Did you ever see that fight? Uh, I would have it's to go back. It was a trilogy of fucking wars mm -hmm. between these two guys that were not champion. They were they were like one step below at the time of their career being like championship level. Right. So they weren't like in threat of fighting for the title. No one thought they were, like Floyd was better than both of them by far. Right. But what they were doing was showing that two guys that are similarly talented can put on like the most entertaining fight in the world. Mm -hmm. It was incredible. It was yeah. crazy to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a war back and forth and back and forth. I like watching that too. Yeah, yep. You know? Yeah, I want to see a good fight, me personally. I, I like watching both things. I like watching someone just completely willy pep somebody. Just yeah. just like Pernell Whitaker used to do. Yeah, yeah. He's a great boxer. He couldn't hit him. Nope. He was so slick. Nope. You know, and you can only do that for so long, like in, in any sport. Mm -hmm. You can only be at the top for so long. Yeah, but if yeah. you watch those performances when those guys are at the top, that shows you what's possible. Hell yeah. And it's good to see somebody like master their craft too. Yeah. Because you see them come up. Like you watch them be I, and then it's like they become the shit. And it's like, oh, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've seen this dude like start from just being okay. And now he's just fucking shit up. You see him learn and you see him develop yeah. and all of that stuff. It's fun. Like, you grow with him. That's a good combination of getting to the bottom of shit is weed and martial arts. Yeah, yeah. That's yep. a good combination. 100%. It really is. I do. Like, a lot of my thinking is just from, like, after I train, I just sit there and just think about nothing. But, you know what I mean? Yeah. Ideas come to me. How to deal with situations. You know what I mean? Right. Because it just, I don't know. It just happens like that. It just flows. Yeah. Yeah, it flows. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, the training helps you get all the bullshit off your back. Right. Hell yeah. Right? Yeah, yep. Especially for me, too, because, like, I party a lot, mm -hmm. and I'm in the studio till, like, 5, 6 in the morning, and I'm drinking and stuff like that. So to just be going down that path and doing that every day, bro, I look crazy. I feel crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have to get that off of me, like, out of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why your gym is crazy, bro. I need to do something like that for myself. It's nice to have. At place. some point. Like, that's how I look at you like the OG. So it's like, I'm not going to go do it tomorrow. Like, hey, everybody build me a gym. <laughs> but, you know, eventually that's the goal. When I look back, I'll be like, 
I seen Joe's gym, and that's that's what made. Well, me. dude, you train hard. I've seen your videos. Yeah, I I, I, I get to you, work. You work out at Unbreakable. Is yeah, that, yep. that your spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great gym. Yeah, it's a really good gym. Uh, Jay Glazer. He, yeah. He owns that spot. Very, very impressive place. He put together an awesome place. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. The the team there is good. Um, Like I said, it's not all about, like, just fighting and being, you know, the biggest, baddest, meanest motherfucker. Like, they really taught me about my body. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. They teach you there. Whatever your goals are, they bring you, you know, up to that speed. So, it's like, I weighed, like, 140 pounds ever since I got out of high school. And I was like, fuck, I got to gain some weight. And they helped me out. And doesn't Snoop train there too? Yeah, there's a video of Snoop sparring. He's sparring Daniel Serafian. Yep, Daniel's fucking crazy. You He's ever a met beast. That dude? Yeah, <laughs> I know that guy. Yo, I've Daniel's called his fights crazy. before. He's Dan- a tank. He is crazy. He loves that guy's a tank. Nuts. His thing is like, yo, I got to get hit. <laughs> I'm like, all right, Daniel. You know. He's got to get hit to wake himself up. Yeah, go ahead. Wow. There is those hits. There's Daddy. Snoop sparring with him. Yeah, Snoop was going at it, too. He was trying to take him out. Dude, Snoop throws some good shots, Oh, that's them right there. Yeah, Snoop's uh. got skills. He really does. I'm glad Daniel ducked that one. Uh-uh. Yeah, I mean, look. Him, Snoop. Oh! I guarantee you, Snoop look, would that's fuck right up there. a lot of people yeah, in a yep. regular fist fight. Hell yeah. He's tall as shit, too. Look Coming at him. Coming at him like that. Look at those arms. Yeah. Bip! Uh! <laughs> you <can laughs> look duck. at that. Go ahead, Snoop. So that was. <laughs> That's Seraphian. That guy's a tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he fought in the UFC for a while. Yeah, he's yep. still fighting, still active. Yeah, I think he's in Brazil right now. Is he? Yeah, yeah. He was working at the gym for a minute, and then he, uh, I guess, he chilled out. Yeah, it's uh, it's. Anyway, my my point was the videos. It's nice to see because you're training hard. Like Thanks. I'm watching you do Muay Thai, yeah, and yep. hit the pads. I'm yeah, like, dude, yep. you're you're really putting in work on this. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah. It's an everyday thing. It's a journey. Like you know what I mean. I'm yeah. just trying to learn. <clears throat> Ernie <clears throat> Ernie Reyes is my. Uh, oh shit, that's Sunshine <laughs> right there. That was Damn. fun. Snoop. He was teaching me some stuff. Wow. That was early though. I suck right there. <laughs> Still though, do you are sparring right there with one of the greatest Muay Thai fighters, if not the greatest of all time? Yeah, that dude's super tight. He's amazing. Yeah, he's really good. His videos, like the highlights. Yeah. Does, you ever see that that jumping left switch kick? He yeah. knocked that dude out with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's outstanding. He got some crazy kicks. So how cool is that, man? You you're sparring. Yeah. With one of the greatest of all time. It's fun as fuck because <clears throat> it's like those people, like you know about fighters, they're. The majority, like you said, when you meet them, they they're cool as hell. Like, yeah. So to meet him and him not want to whoop my ass or like tell me like, <laughs> "Hey, you look goofy. Sit down." <laughs> He's like showing me shit that I could use later. So I was like, it was cool. Well, the ties have a really interesting way of sparring. Mm-hmm. Some of them do. They play. Right. They don't hit each other full blast. Mm-mm. They like tap and they laugh around and joke yep. around. They're just developing their timing because yep. they fight so often. Yep. John Wayne Parr is a friend of mine from Australia, multiple-time world champion. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, he would uh, talk in depth about how they would play. They just play. Mm-hmm. They just hit each other, just slap each other yep. a little bit. And, they, like, that way they, they get, understand the timing of mm-hmm. it, but they never worry about it. They mm-hmm. don't get hurt. Mm-hmm. And they can do it all the time. Mm-hmm. It's a really smart it. way to do it. Yep. But you'll see guys like Serafian, he's capable of doing that. Mm-hmm. Like he, so he could spar with a guy like Snoop or a guy like Sanchai could spar with a guy like you and mm-hmm. just play with you. Right. Well, everybody just have a good time and it's fun at the end. Yep, super fun. Yeah. Yep, yep. Hell yeah. Definitely seen that a lot, like, on Instagram. And even with my trainers, we'll do it. Like, me and Ernie, we was just doing that yesterday, where it's, like, developing the timing of the kicks, where it's, like, 
you kick me, I kick you, I kick you, you kick me, I kick you twice, you kick me three times, I kick you once. Like you said, just playing around. Yeah. And like when you got a good sparring partner, you take care of each other. Exactly. You don't hurt each yeah. other. There's no ego involved. And the ties, they do like knees. They'll they'll knee the fuck out of each yeah. other. Like it looks like kind of hard, but they're just making their bodies harder. Mm -hmm. Like you said, for later because yeah. it's like they're used to it. A lot of times they'll slap each other with the side of their leg too, right. rather than like really drive the knee in. Mm -hmm. You just hear it smack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're just slapping each other a little bit. Mm -hmm. But it's it's obviously it's very effective. Like they figured something out. You got some crazy kicks. Thank you. Yeah, I seen, uh, what was it, a side kick that you did? Probably a turning side kick? Yeah, 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 you gotta teach me that. I'll teach you that. Yeah, I want the, <laughs> I just need the form. Because I'm learning just a regular side kick, like a slide, you know what you I mean? You should go to like a Taekwondo school. They'd be the best at showing you how to do mm -hmm. it. I'll definitely show you how, but yep. if you need a place to train, find like a really good Taekwondo school. Because mm -hmm. one thing, Taekwondo has some things that, you know, won't work in MMA if you're adding takedowns and mm. punches to the face but because they don't punch to the face in tournaments mm -hmm. you get used to doing crazy kicks crazy ass so kicks they have creative. a lot of weird a lot of weird leg dexterity stuff mm -hmm. and if you get good at that stuff i think that's like if i had a kid that wanted to fight i would say let's just do some kyokushin or some taekwondo first mm -hmm. just do some karate something where you you develop in leg dexterity yeah, hell yeah. then as you get a little older then move you into muay thai right so right. you could do both things mm -hmm. because if someone's when guys are like constantly chomping at the legs, they never really develop the kind of spinning kicks that right. the guys do where they don't kick the legs. Right. Those are the guys who develop the best spinning kicks because it's so easy to chop the legs and effective mm -hmm. to chop the legs out. Mm -hmm. So a lot of those techniques don't really get dialed in to the level that they get dialed in from a Taekwondo guy. Mm -hmm. Cause they can't kick each other in the legs. Right, 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 right. It's kind of a dumb way to fight. Because you should kick the legs, but at the end of the day, it, it allowed them to develop some crazy shit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A lot of weird spinning stuff. Spinning you know, like you a don't see fast <laughs> shit, <laughs> man. Yeah, super some fast. of those guys are so fast. Yeah, yeah. And the power is insane. Yeah, yeah, because it's all momentum yeah. and torque and oh. crazy shit. But it's just, it's hard to develop. Right. It's hard to develop those techniques. It's like a lot of po the posture and you got to really, mm -hmm. you got to be balanced and you got to, that knee is everything, right? Yeah. Like you got to, that's how you aim it. So it's like when you're spinning or even if you're just standing there, you have to have correct posture yeah. to be able to do a couple kicks. Like you said, it's like a lot, you going, coming at somebody, spinning, blitzing, yeah. doing all types of shit. So, it's different for sure. It's really good for your balance too. Mm -hmm. You do that as a young kid, then learn some other shit later. Right. You'll have balance. Yeah, that's what I seen when you kicked the fuck out of that shit. It was like, yo, it's like really balanced and straight. Like, you know what I mean? The the tech, because a lot of people, all right, you might be strong as fuck, but you can see technique. Right, right, right. You know what I yeah. mean? And it's, if you do the shit over and over and over and really perfect it, that's different than just being able to throw a strong kick. Yeah. Me, yeah. Yeah. Um, technique's everything, man. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, that way in jiu-jitsu, it's that way in, in um, it's got to be that way in music. It's got to right. be that way in everything. Yeah, definitely, man. I'm in the studio, like, all the time practicing. Like, I could write a song before this interview is over, but that's because I practice, you know? It's mm. not because, like, I'm the most lyrical person in the world. It's like, I just fucking rap every day, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, it should come easy, so... Like, when, when you write, do you write things out or do you do you do it out in your head? Mm. Like I know Jay Z supposedly doesn't write anything, mm -hmm. right? He just keeps it all in his head. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. incredible. It's awesome that he can do that. Right, 
it's kind of insane. Yeah, yeah, yep. I have I have different processes. So like for me, I kind I, I have melodies like I'll sing and I'll rap. So it's a lot easier for me to just have a melody in my head and make up the words as I go. But if I'm writing lyrics, like writing words down where I actually rap it, that's when I'm going to use the paper, you know. Mm. But there's different ways to do it because, honestly, this is what my studio setup looks like. It's like a chair. The mic is right here. I don't go in the booth or anything, and my engineer is sitting right there. So it's like we're we're coming up with it as as we go. Like I'll mm. take a little break, write something down, and then I'll just jump jump straight back on it. You know what I mean? So it, there's different techniques, though, because a lot of the time, sometimes I won't write shit. I'll just go and just make it up and just keep going, keep flowing. Or there's times where I could just lay a melody and then write the words to it later. So it's just different, you know, ways to approach it. So you just do it based on however you feel that day? Mm -hmm. Whatever the track really calls for. It's like if, if the song is something that I get instant inspiration, I'm like, oh, I'm going to knock it out right now. Or if something that I want to live with for a little bit, I'll just do as much as I'm happy with at that point. And then move on to the next thing, hmm. come back to it later and just make sure everything is fresh. I like to keep everything fresh, keep it fun, keep it loose. And I don't really overthink anything. If it's not there, then I just go go away from it and find something that's more fun. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> that's a It's a beautiful freedom to be yeah. able to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. you obviously picked the right fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, like, you know, it's it's a, it's work because I, I'm always looking for what's next, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. for the fans, for the listeners, for the people who supported me all the way to this point. Right. I'm like, okay, I got to push myself. I got to do what's next. I got to... Yeah. It's got to be crazy. You know what I mean? I got a son. He's sick. So it's like, I got to impress him. I can't have him just listening to a whole bunch of other rappers and not my music. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it is an interesting responsibility you have, right? Yeah. Yeah. And a guy like you becomes famous. It's interesting. Like, you have so many people that want you now. And I think we need to call it a different thing other than work. Yeah. Because it's like, there's work, like, fuck, I work for UPS. Right. Yeah, it's cool. They got good benefits. Mm -hmm. But that's work. Right. But what you're doing is like, you love it. Yeah, hell yeah. You know, when you love something, it yeah. almost, we need a better word. Yeah, for sure. That it's the same word as working at McDonald's. It's yeah. the same word, work. Yeah. Work. Uh, I don't know what the word would be. You need a better word <laughs> for like a passion project. <laughs> for like being able to do what you want to do. Exactly. Whatever that thing is. Yeah, yeah. No, I believe that. That's That's a good point. Because it's not the same work. It's not the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. We need to. We, we've we need done our. Work. We put in the work. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, why we're here. If you had a shit job in your life, you know what that is. That's work. Yeah, we put in the work. We've but, done that. But saying I'm going to work when you're going to do something you love, you're excited about. Yeah. It's we need a better word. Yeah. That's what I think. No, nah, it's true. That's why people <laughs> get pissed at me. They're not going to work. You're, you're, there's. A hundred girls there. <laughs> work uh, bro, I had a punch in just like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in that sense, the world's just not fair. <laughs> you know, some people's jobs are not the same. Yeah, I mean, fuck. <laughs> Do you stop and think about how fortunate you are? Yeah, yep. Yeah, I thank God every day, bro. Beautiful. All the time, because it is, it is a blessing. I'm literally, like, last night, I'm, like, writing 
a song, and the only problem that I had was like a girl's ass was right on me. <laughs> and I was like, baby, like, I, I'm enjoying this as much as you are, but I got it like physically right. So it's like, your ass is like <laughs> moving my arm around. Like, you can do that, but just right there. You know what I mean? Like, and, then, and I started thinking to myself, like, wow, these are my problems. Like, yeah. That's cool. Just I'm need happy a little bit of discipline. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with That's that. Your own you have no problems. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the song got written, so we beautiful. We, yeah, yeah. Job got done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, there's another word, right? That is not work. You are not working. You're working, obviously. You're working at it, but it needs a better word, a more a nobler word. The fans will come up with the word for sure. They're way more creative. And yeah. They got way more time on their hands. Yeah, they'll, I think they will. They'll, they'll figure, figure it out. out. <laughs> and we'll report back. For sure. We'll find it. <laughs> I, it just makes sense. There's mm -hmm. no way it's the same thing. Mm -mm. It can't be. Nah, hell no. Nah. For sure. Nope. Yeah, and that's why I always tell people when people always try to think down. They always try to think, man, that's easy for you to say, or not everybody can make it. Yeah, you're right. Not everybody can. Truth. But maybe you can. Right. Like, what, do you, what does that mean? Not everybody can. Not everybody can. Not everybody's going to do everything. Yeah, not everybody's nah. going to walk to the top of the hill. That's the thing. Some people are going to stop halfway and go, that's I can't do thing. it. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, people limit themselves in a crazy way they're like oh yeah everybody can't do it it's like you said it's like no everybody can't do it it takes a lot you know what yeah. i mean you gotta fucking go through the shit to get it but when you get there it looks awesome right so yeah yeah i mean fuck <laughs> just whatever it is yeah yep. just try to figure it out and go do it hell yeah yeah hell yeah like you said the top of the hill looks great but some people settle for the middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they get mad if people get to the top. This motherfucker. <laughs> you know, they get mad. Yeah, yeah. At the top, man, there's no one who's like you who doesn't work hard. Right. So that's the myth, right? That's the thing, too. It's like maintaining. I mean, it's a, again, the wrong word for it. Right. Passion hard, whatever it is. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I mean, you Dedicated know. Dedicated to your craft. Maintaining it is, there's an art to that, right? Because you work so freaking hard to get to where you're at. And then you get there and it's like, oh, fuck, what do I do? Like, There's no rest. There's no rest. And everything that was ex acceptable before becomes unacceptable because now you're up here. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like. Yeah, you have to you have to you have to pick your shots and like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't really like just go crazy like you did back in the day. So there's an art to it, you know what I mean? And that's how you really maintain and stay in that spot and even level up. You so know? do you consciously think, okay, uh, balance out enjoyment with things that I have to do to stay disciplined? 100%. Yeah. 100%. That's a very smart way of looking at yeah, it. Yeah, yep. 100%. Like those there has to be a balance of each because it's like, all right, now I'm at this new level. Like whether I want to behave like this or not, I put myself here. I worked hard. Now I'm with these elite motherfuckers. So this is the this is how I have to act because I'm not down here anymore. I worked from here to get here. Yeah. So what happens? You balance. You put things into place. You do a little bit of this and a little bit of that instead of a lot of that. Mm. You know what I mean? And you just pick your shots. And it's like, you're going to get everything in the end. This is how it's just planned and how it's supposed to be. But you just piece it together just a little bit differently. Like, I just turned 31. Well, damn, I'm about to be 32. 
that's young to a lot of people. That's old to some people as well. But for me, it's like, it's a whole new mind state. You know what I mean? And I feel like through my 20s, I was actually like a fucking teenager. And like now I'm, <laughs> I'm an adult. So now I look at things a little bit differently. It's like, yo, I was really a kid. This is how you behave as an adult for the rest of your life. And it still involves a whole bunch of partying and having fun, but the business gets handled and things get approached totally differently. That's a balanced way of looking at it, man. Mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. Enjoy it. This yeah. other thing, too, like people have to understand to, to be someone like you, to be a, a very successful rapper mm -hmm. and to not expect you to live the way you talk about all the time right. is so ridiculous. Right, 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 right. Like, you don't think you, he wants a party? What? He's talking about partying all the exactly. time. I think he wants a party. <laughs> I think he likes partying. <laughs> this is just an act. Yeah, yeah, this no. Is, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, right? It's crazy as fuck because people, they want you to be you. They want me to be myself. Right. They want to party. They want to take shots. They want to smoke weed. They want to stay up all night. Yeah, why is that bad? It's not. So many people want to do it. But it gives this uh, image in some people's minds mm -hmm. of like frivolous life, mm -hmm. frivolous thinking, partying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Drinking and smoking. <laughs> what are you enjoying yourself? <laughs> you know? And then they come around and do the same thing because they want it. It's mm -hmm. like I have like a weird place in life where I think I'm like the key to a lot of shit because it's like if you want to enjoy yourself, I'm the guy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, man, I'm just fucking going to live through Wiz. When Wiz shows up, he's going to light the joint. It's going to be amazing. If you want to fucking be professional, like, especially in what I do, because there's a whole lot of rappers who, like, aren't business. You know what I mean? They're not thinking like that. Mm -hmm. So for those guys, I'm their guy. Like, they're, they look at me like, Wiz has his shit together. Like, he really handles his business. He talks to people, he shows up, he does this, he does that. So to be the party guy and the business guy, it's like amazing. You know what I mean? It's a it's a lane that I kind of carve for myself, but it's me in real life. So it's like that's the only thing that I have to do is really just completely be myself, just be 100, fucking show up, do my business thing, tell people to do the right thing, and fucking light the joint. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's a crazy business, sir. I'm I'm good. I'm straight like that. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. People listening to this are probably like, wow. Mm-hmm. You could be yourself for a living. For sure, bro. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. I had John Witherspoon on yesterday with his son, JD. You okay. Know, you know, Pops Witherspoon? Yeah, yep. And that's basically what he is. Mm -hmm. He's one of the funniest fucking human beings that's ever lived. Right. And just keep a camera on him. Just keep a camera on him. That's the whole show. I don't think I ever met he's amazing. In, in, in real life. Oh, he's amazing. He's, he's like, so funny. He's he's legit. My face was hurting. At the end of the day, like the cheekbone <laughs> yeah. muscles, they're like, ah. Yeah. He probably got some crazy out. ass stories. Oh, yeah. That motherfucker been in the game forever. Yeah. And he's that's who he is. He got paid to be who he is. Mm -hmm. He figured out how to just be who he is yep. all the time. Yep. It's insane. Damn, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It's not limited to uh, one or two of us, right? Yeah. There's a bunch of different paths. That's the cold part. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> so, how many years you've been training martial arts now? Uh, this is my second year. Wow! Yeah, only two years. That's I gained, amazing. I gained what thirty five pounds. I'll pull up a video of him hitting pads. That's incredible. Is it because, a new video? Uh, I don't know. Tell him. Tell him what. 
what video nah, it's to pull probably up. gonna be old, but it's all good though. You know how we are. But you can hit hard. You have good technique. You I'm turn learning. your you turn your hips and shoulders into yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yep. I'm you, learning. You, you do it right. So Thank that's you, bro. very impressive that it's only two years in. Yo, I'm learning. <laughs> that's it's the thing. awesome, yeah, man. Yeah. I love it. I love it when people take a chance too and yeah. they try something new. Yeah, that's old, but you know, we'll get there. So how many how months had you been in here? Like you say this is old. This was probably like a year in. Yeah, this is a year ago. Yeah, yep. Still, seriously though. Good yep. technique for someone who's been doing it a year, mm-hmm. the way you're moving. I mean, there's no fat to your movements. Right. See what I'm saying? Like everything you're doing, it might not be the fastest in the world or the most devastating, but you're doing it perfect. Thank you're you. doing exactly how you're supposed to do it, and then you just get better and better from there. There you go. But what we were talking about is the change in your physique, man. Right, I mean, right. you became fucking shredded. Right, yeah, yeah. It's yep. impressive. Yeah, thank you. That's only through hard work. You can't do it any other way. Yeah, just, just working yeah. and, and eating. I was- uh, Hollow. Oh, I'm sorry. That's my doorbell. <laughs> it's hard to cut that off. Sorry about that, guys. That's no worries, man. Uh, Welcome to the wonderful world of convenience. There we go. Bam. Um, yeah, eating like a motherfucker, bro. I used yeah. to, I, I had to like force myself to eat. Um, to gain weight? To gain weight. Yeah. Um, fucking just moving around so much. I already have a quick metabolism, so then you add working out to that. Ooh. So it's like I'm burning so much. So setting alarms to eat. Really? A little, yeah, yeah. Getting a little bit more rest too. You know what Setting I mean? Setting alarms to eat. Like, how's yeah, that work? Yeah, like you wake up and then you eat and then you go back up, to sleep. Eat, go back to sleep. Oh go train. God. Eat. What kind of farts are you brewing? Oh my Jesus Christ! <laughs> I do a lot of like, like ginger shots and like shit oh, like good. that to help. Like turmeric. With my dad. Yeah, turmeric, yeah. all of that shit too. Because like you said, yeah. that shit can fuck your stomach up. Why? Did, who told you to get up in the middle of the night and eat though? My trainer. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Uh, I would say that your sleep cycle is more important than anything. I'm oh gonna... well, it's not like breaking my sleep. It's like more like yo eat. Oh, you mean like you set an alarm like while you're awake? Yeah. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. I see what you're saying. <laughs> I've never heard anybody telling someone to wake up in the middle of the night and eat. Nah. No, I like did that. hear that. That's why I was weird. I heard nah. that from uh, there was that movie with Clint Eastwood. Where he played a boxing trainer and his daughter, that famous actress, played a boxer. Okay. Remember that? Billion Dollar Baby or something? Oh, Million yeah, Dollar yeah, Baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. When that actress, what is her name? Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. Good job. When Hillary, thank you. Look at Jamie's on the ball. Good job, man. When she was training for that, I think that's what I read, that they, they had alarm set where she would wake up. In the middle of the night and have a protein shake. Oh, really? And then go back to sleep again. Nah, I'm not doing that. Okay. Nah, no no breaking the sleep. Uh, just regular eating habits, just reminding myself. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I was eating like twice a day on some just some rock star shit. <sighs> Can't live like that, bro. That shit is whack. Do you have a nutritionist or someone who like handles your meals? Meal preps. Yeah, you got that? Because I don't cook. Right. So it's like they just deliver my meals. That's nice. Yeah, yep. It's really nice, actually. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I'm single, so it's like I don't really got nobody in the house like cooking or right. making all that shit happen for me. So it just comes to the door. So you can make sure everything's healthy, yeah. exactly what you want, it's all set there. up for you. It's fresh. Every couple of days. That's a good thing to not have to think about. Yeah, yep. The food, the food is like a big part of it. And working out is one thing. People just want to get big. Like you said. I mean, well, like we were talking about, it's like mind, body, and soul, right? So the food is for the soul. Mm. <laughs> Keep that fucking meat alive. Yeah, yep. Keep the body moving. Yep. 
Are you? Uh, do you ever do yoga or anything like that? I would. You would? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I need a yoga instructor. Yeah. Who's the best yogaist? I don't know, man. You do yoga? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yep. Yeah. How just, long? How long? Do you, oh yeah, I seen you do like some hot yoga and shit. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, that shit's intense, it. right? It's kind of intense, yeah. yeah. But it's uh, it's great for you, man. It just okay. stretches you out, loosens you up. That's what I need to do. I need to stretch. Yeah, yeah. I do like regular, normal stretching, but some yoga will be all right. Yeah, it's good too because because the heat in the room, everything gets real loose. Yeah, you can really kind of dig into like certain things stress your flex to test your flexibility and just mm-hmm. stretch things out a little bit more got you just keeps you pliable got you you know when you're doing a lot of hard things like muay thai or weightlifting everything's mm-hmm. hard like there's not not enough stretching things out and totally maintaining your range of motion yeah especially as you get older how often you do it i try to do it at least once a week but i often fail but uh, uh two times a week on a good week okay yeah it's all, but I mix it in. But I, I can't do one thing every day. I yeah. get bored. Mm-hmm. So in order to stay active, I just have to do a bunch of different things. That makes sense. So whether it's martial arts mm-hmm. or running or lifting or w- whatever it is. I feel like through time you like added those things in, right? Yeah. It was just like, all right, I'm going to do this. Yeah. The hill now running is this. the most recent thing. I okay, added. cool. So what's hill running? I, I take my dog running through these steep ass fucking hills, and then you know sprinting up these. It's the most ruthless workout, right? And you know, if you ever run hills, yes, yeah, yeah. You know what's the worst? Is sand like dunes. It. Yeah, I don't like it. Sand dunes are the worst. That probably sucks. It sucks. You never, you never <laughs> get up there. You just you keep you keep pushing and you're pushing sand and pushing sand. There's no hard. You don't ever bounce off anything. Right. You're just pushing through soft shit. It's and you're ruthless. trying to find like balance and yeah. That's some real martial arts shit though. Yeah, for sure. That's some mental shit too. Exactly. Yeah, you're learning about yourself when you're running up a fucking sand dune. You're mastering <laughs> a fucking moving thing. Mm-hmm. Things melting the yeah. whole time. You're trying yeah. to yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And you're forcing your br- your body to do what your mind wants it to. That's you're like, crazy. Listen, bitch, I know you don't want to do this. Yeah. You're going to do this. That's like, uh, I heard the Diaz brothers do some crazy shit like swimming. Oh, yeah. They do triathlons. Yeah. Nick, Fuck that. Nick Diaz, I, <laughs> he's, I think it's now five times that he swam back from Alcatraz. Fuck that. Yeah. Alcatraz, Bro, man. Sharks. Sharks. that. That's what, I'm with you. <laughs> fuck that that's so crazy those guys are so crazy <laughs> that's well, like you in the sand dunes though well I haven't do I don't do sand dunes oh, okay. if I had one near me I would do it but oh, okay. I run hills which okay. is definitely easier than sand dunes mm-hmm. but it's still hard as fuck mm-hmm. good steep ass hill it's the best for training is it grass yeah dirt dirt rocks just anything yeah just just, just trails you damn know? bro yeah I'm gonna get there someday you see me, you see me. <laughs> come on, man. You see me blazing up some hills. I'll take you out one day. We'll go running together. I like to hike. It's a it's a great workout, man. And the thing about it is, it it amps everything else out. Yeah. So like, uh, it makes your kicking stronger. It mm. gives you more wind. Mm. It, it it just accentuates your ability to explode because you're running hills. Right. So you're always going up. up. It's like you're doing these crazy plyometrics, mm-hmm. and you just develop this that you, forward way stronger mm, yeah. uh, power in your legs and your lower trunk. You know, you just yeah. boom, you yeah. know, more yeah. kicking power. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like I will fuck with it, dude. You'd love it because I like to just tune shit out and just go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the pain from running up the hill would just I would be like yes 
Yeah. yeah, I'm not even going to think about this. I'm going to think about something else. Yeah, well, and you get a goal, right? You set a goal, like a mile. Put yourself at one mile Ooh. and then turn around and go back for the other mile. Ooh. Yeah, and if you can if you can do that on good, steep-ass hills, when you're done, you feel like you fought a battle with your brain. Ooh. It's like, you know you didn't want to do that, but Damn, you did it. dog. All right. That's nothing compared to what some people do. Yeah, but no, that's, that's, that sounds like, you know, something that we could unlock later on in my life. I think for everybody, doing something that's super strenuous yeah. all the time is important. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's, that's part of the reason why I fuck with training, you know, so much because it's not easy and it, it, it breaks you. Yeah. But you reach points where it's like, okay, now I'm just cruising, so I mm-hmm. need another challenge. Like you're just sharpening the shit af- after a certain point. So it's like, all right, now I'm gonna go run some sand dunes. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> swim from Alcatraz. Yeah. So yeah, I, I get it. There's dunes somewhere down near like Orange County or that are pretty famous. I was looking up to Tim, run on. Uh, Manhattan Beach sand dune park. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. It's a park. Yeah, yeah. I was just there's a video of Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook training there. I was about to pull up. Yeah, pull that shit up. I want to see somebody see run on those dunes. Oh, yeah, Westbrook be doing it. Yeah. All right, cut. I know a lot of fighters do it. Um, in Australia, I believe Robert Whitaker does it. Yeah. See, backwards. When you're doing shit like this Shoot. on Sam, that is phenomenal oh, man, for your body. That That's shit. so hard to do, man. They're dying. Dying. That's so hard to do. And I wonder if they're running with just socks on. It looks like they Whoa. are. Yeah. yeah. That's they, amazing. Just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's difficult. Fuck, man. Because that makes your feet strong. Because you just, you've using every muscle in your toes to push through that sand. That's difficult. Fuck. There's levels to this life. Yeah. That's, that's literally who's going to go to the top or who's going to stop in the middle. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Those little decisions you make every day. I just seen my whole life <laughs> just running up some dudes just then. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah, yep. That's awesome. It's like a mental martial art, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Like you're, you're testing the mind. Hell yeah. Yeah. And, like, getting stronger at the same time. Yeah. That's the cold part. Yeah. So it's like you could be up here the whole time and you're building all of this and becoming more explosive and more dangerous yeah and lighter on your feet and just whew. when you started training and seeing these awesome benefits were you like god damn it why wasn't i doing this all the time <laughs> um i'm actually happy that i that i waited for a little bit because i enjoy it it's not like old to me you know right. what i mean it's not something that i'm tired of or like right. that's a chore i'm still figuring out new shit like all the time Mm. and getting better you know what i mean and like uh for me i feel like the physical was probably like the first thing to come to me uh as like a as a reward as benefit like i see the 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 physical shit but now it's like the feeling that i get you know what i mean Mm. or like like we said like posture and balance and technique improving and shit like that so it's like Learning that and feeling that and having that being a part of the process, I'm happy that now is, is happening as opposed to it being like old and played out to me. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I think you'd love it either way. Yeah. I still love it. I still love training. I've been doing How long it forever. Been, forever? Yeah. I'm 51. Uh-huh. I started training when I was really seriously when I was 15. Oh, shit. Yeah. Damn. So I, what the fuck was I doing? 
Yeah. <laughs> That's what, how I was feeling. I was rapping. Were you yeah. rapping when you were 15? Mm-hmm. Wow. When did you first get into studio? That's one thing I really admire about a lot of rappers. Guys are always working. Yeah. Rappers are always in the studio. Hopefully. That's like a big thing, though. Yeah. It's like there's a discipline aspect to it that yeah. I don't think that gets appreciated. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to be, you're always in the lab. Yeah, yeah. You're always working. Constantly. It's yeah. like training. You got to be, you got to work at it. You it's competitive. Be, yeah, it's yeah. competitive. You got to be in a studio. Mm-hmm. You got to work with producers. You got to be coming, fucking knowing who's next and who's, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, working with them and shit like that. So, like, at the end of the day, yeah, it's a craft. Shit. I've been in the studio since I was like 14, 15, and there was times where my dad used to have to tell me, like, yo, get out of the studio. Like, go play with your friends. <laughs> be a kid. Be normal. Like, wow. you know what I'm saying? Like, there was times that shit happened. And even now, like, I don't really do normal shit. You know what I mean? I might, like, go to the movies or, like, go to Dave and Buster's or something like that. But, like, I don't do shit. Like, I just go to the studio. I'd much rather just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Create. Well, that's amazing that you figured it out so young. Like, yeah. how how old were you when you knew you wanted to be a rapper? Uh, I think I was in third grade. <laughs> <laughs> Real shit. <laughs> I think I was in third grade. That's amazing. I wanted I wanted to be a Ninja Turtle and I wanted to be a rapper. <laughs> and I think a rapper was like a little bit more realistic. I'm working on being a Ninja Turtle now. <laughs> that's amazing. Third yeah. grade. Yeah, third grade. How I old was... are you in third grade again? You nine. Yeah. You nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's when I started writing my first raps and shit. Dude, that is hilarious. Yeah, I was like watching music videos, and I remember seeing like Puffy and Biggie and Bone Thugs and Harmonies, like one of my favorite groups. Wow. So I was like, yo, if I could do that, I'd be all right. And then um, by the time I was like 13, uh, that's when the internet was really popular. So you could download like instrumentals and shit like that. So you didn't have to like have beats or anything. Mm-hmm. Then they started introducing, you know, uh, at home equipment. They had like little Tascam four track little bullshit thing that you could, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I started fucking around on that, like doing my own little home studio. Then Fruity Loops came out, started making beats. Cool Edit Pro was like the the program back then before Pro Tools. And yeah, that's how I got my start. Like just in the fucking in the in the crib, just putting it together. Then I turned like then by the time I was like sixteen, I got like an internship at a at a studio in Pittsburgh where I was literally like answering the phones and running errands and going to pick up like office supplies and shit like that. And then in return they would pay me with studio time. So like I would just record like off, you know what I mean, off the right. clock. You know what I mean. I had like four or five songs, and that turned into a record deal. Wow! Yep, got my first deal at sixteen. That's an amazing story. It's wild. That's that's a movie story. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That you always knew. Yeah, yep. It was something that I worked at for sure, because it was like being in in Pittsburgh. You ever been to Pittsburgh? Yeah. You know it's pretty crazy out there, right? Crazy how? Like. It's just a really wild city, like the Midwest. So it's like there's either a couple things you can do and there's not a lot. <laughs> and working a job is like the last thing that anybody wants to do in Pittsburgh. So all my cousins and everybody that I know do different shit than what I was willing to do. I was like, yo, I'm not trying to be that guy, like mm. like that. So I was like, how am I going to make a way for myself? You know what I mean? How the fuck am I going to get 
still be fresh, still, you know what I mean, enjoy myself, have a good time, but be safe and, like, have fun. It was music, so. It's amazing that you nailed it. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and nailed it young. Yep. <clears throat> that's a beautiful thing to know what you want to do. Yeah. And just be working towards it. Hell For yeah. many people, that's the real problem. The real problem is, like, finding a thing. Yeah. You know, finding a thing that they really love so much they can yeah. put all their energy into. Yeah. I mean, I'm blessed to grow up in a time, too, where technology was, like, taking over and shit. And I think, like, if you're my age and you, like, make music or got a camera or, you know what I mean? Mm. Anything around that, you good. Like, And now I think it's, like, if you have anything to do with weed, like, you know what I'm saying? If you know how to grow it, <laughs> if you could sell it, if you could brand it, if you could come up with light technology or whatever it is like that's gonna be the future for this generation is like pot there's gonna be a lot of that for sure mm -hmm. it's it's gonna open up to everybody i yep. think once they realize how much money there really is in pot and how safe it is in comparison to liquor and all these other established right. things that we've all no one has a problem with alcohol companies right you know? no Hell one, no nobody has a problem with them nobody mm -hmm. has a problem with you drinking at 12 and in yeah. the fucking afternoon like <laughs> i get on planes all the time people be like yo let me get a little yeah little. it's like people getting fucked up yo on a plane yeah, <laughs> it's totally fine we just have to shift attitudes yeah yeah people just have the wrong attitude about it they, they, they think it's something negative mm. it's something that could be negative to some people but yeah. that's like everything else that's like food sex yeah. gambling Thank everything you. shopping everything yeah, everything, yeah shopping bro. for sure people go crazy mm -hmm. people lose their mind shopping yeah they can't buy enough things yeah they're buying crazy shit <laughs> just cause just cause <laughs> yeah that's that's as much of a, an addiction as anything yeah but pot can definitely for some people derail them i don't think it's for everybody nah it's a medicine so you gotta have the right dosage that's that's a good way of looking at it mm -hmm. i think some people react to it weird too yeah i mean certain people's experiences aren't everybody else's experiences yeah. so it's like if you got fucked up on weed that's you so right. it's like, don't put that off on everybody else. And I think, like, like anything, it takes time to, you know what I mean? Like, I can't take Percocet because it's like, that shit will fuck me up because mm. I don't do painkillers. But I think over a certain amount of time, if I had an injury, my body would start to react differently to a certain amount of Percocet. But, like, off rip, it's going to fuck me up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm going to throw up. I'm going to do all types of shit. But, you know, after a while, you know what I mean? There's people who just pop that shit and just walk around, like, you right. know what I mean? Normally, oh, yeah. that same way with me smoking a joint. It's like, there's some people who can hit this and be in that corner for the rest of the day. <laughs> me, I'm going to go do everything that I have to do. So it's a medicine. It's a dosage. And you have to train your body for it. I think that's true. But I also think some people might not react to it correctly in terms of, like, biologically. Yeah. I think they might have an allergy. Like, it might be, like, broccoli or something. I mean, some, there's people out there that are allergic to weird shit. Right. There's some people, I think, that just... I've that, heard of that. That experience is just not good for they're them. They're, like, they're allergic to it. I, I don't... I mean, you know... I'm just guessing. I don't know. I mean, it makes it's sense, an, though, I think it? it's opinion, like, if you if you believe it or not. You know what I mean? Like, like if, if you, you want to believe that, I feel like you're entitled to believe that. Mm. And if you don't want to believe that, then it's like, okay, cool. You're, you're that guy, too. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I don't know I either. Agree with what you said, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either, bro. Because it's like I'm on the fence. Because it's like you know, on one hand, people. I mean, I don't know. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. It's medicine. It's fucking medicine. <laughs> yeah, and I like it. 
and, and there's a, a lot of people that like it. It's, yeah. it's not what everybody thinks it is. People yeah, have this yeah. wrong idea of it. Yeah, yeah. One of the things I found out real early on is how many jujitsu guys smoke weed and do jujitsu. Yeah, yeah you've seen the high rollers thing? Yeah. 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 High yeah. rollers has uh, all these awesome events where they do, they smoke weed and then they fight yep. in a jujitsu match. Yep. My partners uh, are, are, are a big part of that, Lonnie and Breeze, and they're the ones who actually got me like kind of, you know, into fitness. So to see them like, and I'm the one who got him into weed. So it's like <laughs> to see it like cross over. I never would have known, like you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. How many jujitsu dudes like smoke weed and like are about it? Like yeah, it helps. That shit. It helps you jujitsu. It really does in oh, some like, weird way. It helps like slow it down for you, right? I don't even know if it slow it down. It's like it tunes out the rest of the world. Oh, okay, it's like you you become freer. Yeah. It's very weird. Like more creative. There's, it's definitely, uh, it's better for rolling than it is for drilling. Gotcha. Because like when someone's trying to teach you something, sometimes you, your brain's just not taking you're it in, right? <laughs> yeah, you're just high, your brain's not taking it in. But if you were sparring, it would be good. Got you. You just, f you flow better. Yeah. Yeah, it's That weird. makes sense. That makes sense. I haven't done jujitsu yet. I'm going to get there eventually. You would love it. I'm, you got long limbs, man. You'd be mm -hmm. perfect for choking people. Yep. Arm bars, triangles, and shit. I'm gonna get there. You could do it. Yep. You I totally feel like built for it. I feel like I'm gonna just fuck with stand up for like a couple years, and then just gradually do other things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll just probably do jujitsu for like four or five years. Yeah. You know what I'm for saying? sure, you should just learn some shit. Yeah, it'll be great for you, man. Hell yeah. You, you're, like I said, you're built for it. I'm That's all about the, it. the perfect frame for fighters is long. Mm -hmm. It seems to be if long as, as long as you're strong, it's like the John Jones frame. Mm -hmm. That's the perfect frame. Right. You, right. Can't get, it's, you can't get close enough to him. He can hit you when he wants to. Mm -hmm. And then when he grabs a hold of you, he's strong enough that, and he's better at wrestling. He's going to throw you around. Mm -hmm. Like if you could, like that's the perfect, the perfect combination is long and strong. Hell yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Sweet. Dudes like Seraphian, they they buck that trend, right? Because they're just tanks. Mm -hmm. But the the best, I, it seems to me like just mechanically, mm -hmm. the best frame is the long frame. So you have like the best frame for fighting. Fuck yeah! Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> I'm in there. <laughs> it doesn't guarantee success, but it's a fucking awesome base. There we go. I'm yeah. start. I'm working with something. <laughs> yeah, because like short dudes like me can't put big guys in triangles. So okay. I don't have enough leg room. There's not enough. Like mechanically, I'm sure you could figure it out. Not really. No. <laughs> you you got to give up on that one. <laughs> but, but long guys can get triangles from all kinds of places. Okay, you'd love it. Super. Yeah. It's a thinking man's game too. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you're, you're playing a game. Yeah. You know, yeah. the thing that I like about it too is that you can go full blast. Okay. Whereas, like, if you're sparring, you don't really want to go full blast. You hurt each other. Right. You want to be tempered measured and just kind of touch each other but mm -hmm. when you do sparring in jiu-jitsu so because you're not striking each other you're just wrestling and gotcha. grappling you gotcha. could go full blast okay it's amazing i'm with it bro yeah i'm super with it like the little bit that i've done i was like all right cool i could see like you know what i yeah. mean yeah 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 i'm down definitely gotta go there i just love the fact that you're interested in doing different things yeah for sure you know? i'm a learner do you uh, do you read books? Do you uh, do you watch documentaries? I watch documentaries. Yeah, I have read some books uh, that I gravitate towards. What kind of documentaries do you gravitate towards? Like music, really? Like, all, always about always about music. Um, 
Let me see what else. Yeah, it's always about music, like musicians. Did you see Searching for Sugar Man? What was that one? That was about this dude who was a guy who was making music. I, th- I want to say it was in the 70s. And he had a, like a little bit of buzz on his album. And then it it died off for him. And he went back to work as a construction worker. Mm-hmm. But his music became insanely huge in South Africa. Mm. He was a superstar. Mm-hmm. And there was all these legends about him. Mm. That he was dead. That he, you know, the, 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 just, just crazy stories about who he was. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. this guy was working as a construction worker. Damn. So in South Africa, he's a fucking mega superstar, like sells out arenas. Mm. And spoiler alert, it's a great documentary. You should see it. But he eventually goes to South Africa and does this concert there. Mm-hmm. And you'll cry. Yeah. You'll cry. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God. Can you imagine this guy was working as a laborer? Mm. And the whole time, was, he was a superstar, damn. and he didn't even know it. Damn. And then the people see him, they're singing along to his music. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy's blown away. I would love that. It's a crazy documentary. I got to check that out. It, it's it's insane to watch. Like, how could this be true? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. It's amazing. I kind of feel like I heard the name, but I never, oh, I never, never, it. nah, I never seen watch that. It. It yeah, sounds, I got to check that out, bro. Yeah, it made me cry. I got to check that out. At Phil. the end of it, you'd be like, wow. Oh, hell imagine yeah. Imagine this guy's experience. Yeah, right. Damn. It's almost like being released from jail or something. Yeah, it's like, exactly. Damn. Yeah, it's incredible. Holy fuck. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. Yeah, it's ama- and, and seeing how comfortable he gets on stage, too. Wow. It's amazing. Damn. Yeah. His music is good, too, man. Very, very interesting. Is he still alive? I believe he is alive. That's fire. He's alive, right? Yeah. So he's able to see the proceeds from his movie and his music. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. But someone said, I think he gave away all his money. Really? I read something, but that might be more of those rumors and, and legends oh, about Oh, legend, the guy. another myth. Damn, it sugar could. man. <laughs> <laughs> it's attached to so many legends. <laughs> find, Jamie, find out if that dude gave his money away. Because I felt like I read that. Come I was on, like, bro. But life to him is so surreal anyway. Truth. Maybe he felt like he couldn't be a real bona fide artist unless he gave away his, his money or something crazy Oof. like that. Because the guy was living in like this. That's why I don't want to do like ayahuasca or anything like that. I feel like that's what's going to happen to me. You want to give away your money? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck this shit. (laughs) Like, whoa, no, no, no. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's too tricky. Yeah. You could could get so, you know, so so charity driven Mm -hmm. and just give away everything. Mm -hmm. And then you're working for charities. Mm -hmm. Just walking the earth barefoot. (laughs) Yeah. He's on tour last year, touring. Theaters all over the country. Good shit, Sugarman. Yeah, he's back. Yes. He's, he's back. Right. Yeah. He's smacking. So okay, there, I'm there watching was a that fake rumor for sure. that he gave away yeah. all his money. Yeah, Dave Matthews covered one of his songs. And they Damn. went on tour, helped blow him up. And oh Damn. hell yeah! Damn, yeah, he was doing good. So he ain't give away nothing. Beautiful. He might have, but I don't see anything. Maybe he got, got it back. back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the documentary is really amazing. It's a, one of the best music documentaries I've ever seen. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, it's a good one. Tell me a good one. My documentary. Oh. Yeah, it's called Behind the Cam. Yeah. It's on Apple Music. Oh, I'll get it. Hey, I just did that. I just did that. <laughs> I just did that. Beautiful. Man. Nah. Um, I like to watch, like, I watched this Pink Floyd documentary about how they put together uh, mm. their albums and shit like that. Um, 
there's another one about like uh background singers <laughs> who who never like became super popular but they're like part of part of uh songs that you hear and that you love and it's just like telling the story like how writers and you know what i mean being in the studio and what it's like to live that life it's really cool because i listen mm. to harmonies a lot i don't know if when you hear music i hear like all the textures of it so it's like I get interested in like what goes on sometimes like in the background. And that was a cool story. Um fucking what was the last one that I actually watched? I just watched uh, I'm watching this show actually. You ever heard Cher- Chernobyl? I've heard heard the show's amazing. That shit's kind of cool. Yeah, I heard man, it's great. Man, it's pretty awesome. But that's not music though. It's what is it. that on? Is that Netflix? It's on HBO? HBO? Yeah, yeah. HBO coming back. Game of Thrones didn't kill him. Chernobyl is it? Really? Yeah, that yep. good, huh? That show's lit. It's all you need. All you need is a big show. Yeah, HBO's yeah. back. <laughs> Chernobyl. What is, is it about the the accident? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many uh, episodes is it? I'm not sure. They're, they're like streaming them now, so it's like on oh, the, it streams. Yeah, yep. Oh. It's, it's on like the fourth or fifth episode, I think. Yeah, all those networks that don't stream everything. Yeah, like they must be. It must suck. Yeah, to have like a show that has to be on Thursday night at eight. Losing out. Just today is so weird. Yeah. People want to watch things whenever they want to, yeah. like right now. Yeah, for it's sure. It's a five-part miniseries. The last episode is coming up this weekend. Oh, okay. So there you go. How, do you think the movie theaters will always be here? Mmm, mm, shit. Nah, I, 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 I think eventually they're going to be gone. What do you think? I don't know. It just, it's one of, I kind of, I like that they're real. You know, that there's a place you go. They've already kind of came and gone twice. If you look around old Hollywood, there's, old theaters that aren't theaters anymore but there's new theaters that have taken over them but those buildings are still there for whatever reason hmm. you know, they're still using them or well people still like going know. to the movies yeah it's like an, it's a night out thing yeah you know I just Go. feel like it costs so much to like keep screens mm-hmm. and actually put movies in there and then you got the popcorn and it's like but it's one of the few things that we do in st- with strangers is like be a part of an audience it's mm-hmm. like one thing, the few things we randomly do with giant groups of strangers. But I like, feel like technology is like removing that because people don't like that. I think people are uncomfortable with it because most of the time we spend on devices. Yeah, for sure. Communicating through devices. And especially with like virtual reality becoming more popular. Like, yeah. you know, like people love access. So it's like if you're making them feel like they're there, like why would you want random dude walking across your lap when you can just be in the movie like yeah i feel like they would just spend <laughs> to spend that money on you know keeping you at home like where you want to be this is just my opinion i don't know no but. i think you're right and i agree with you 100 percent. Mm-hmm. but i also think as a community of human beings it's nice to have things that we all do together yeah. It fosters like a kind of getting along better and friendship. With I love that. People that you don't know. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's good about sports. I like concerts because of that. Concerts, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you go to d- grow with a whole group of people, mm-hmm. you go to see something, mm-hmm. like it's nice. You're connected to Hell yeah. people. It feels good. Uh, baseball games. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I've had fun at games and not gave a fuck about yeah. like, what was going on, but it's yeah. the community that like, yeah. was going on for sure, yeah. 100%. That's what I mean. I mean, mm-hmm. and everybody's kind of drinking, mm-hmm. having fun. Mm hmm. That is a, po- a an important part of cities mm-hmm. and of communities. That's mm-hmm. one thing that I think that like a movie theater does provide. Yeah, I mean for sure, concert for sure. for sure. And I'm not even mad that people don't really go to the movies like that now because it's like when you actually do want to go, you can go, 
and it's not full and it's not you know what I mean yeah. like it'll be people there but it's not overwhelming to right. the point where you have like it fucks up your movie experience so it's yes. like it's kind of you know it's doable it's enjoyable it's it's handleable mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah it's cool it's fun I like where the movies is at right now. I am worried that people are eventually going to all be living in some sort of a VR world. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's designed to move that way. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you give people something and they're going to use it. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and they're going to get better. Yeah. Make a new one. Yeah, yeah. The new yeah. one's going to have extra features. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. all right, like, you know, I, I get it. Like, fuck. Have you fucked with any of that VR stuff? Yeah, VR is awesome. Do you ever do that? There's a thing outside of Disneyland where you uh, there's a VR game that you go through. You go through like this little like they have a like a, a giant room, uh -huh. right? And the room's set up for the what was it called? The Void? Is that what it's called? Yeah, holy the shit, the Void VR. And you, there's a Star Wars one, and there's a Wreck It Ralph one. Okay, and they're hilarious. I mean, you're you're walking around, you mm -hmm. feel heat from fire. Mm -hmm. they, they they you pick up a plastic gun, you're shooting at stormtroopers. Mm -hmm. And you, Shit's crazy. It's crazy. And while you're doing it, you're like, this is just step one. Exactly. This is going to be yeah. insane Yeah, they're in just giving years. us pieces, yeah. like bits and pieces. Yeah. Like, they already have more. You think that? Oh, for sure. Really? 100%. I don't think that. Really? Yeah. There's Why not? Because I think that what they're showing you right now is state of the art. They're selling it. It's the best, and it's in competition. It's getting better and better all the time. But That's think, a good way to look at it, because they- Put it at my my phone. I mean, no, no worries, man. Yeah, I just think these people are very competitive. Yeah, the, the 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 money is in getting the best shit out the quickest. Okay, and they're all competing with each other. So they're putting out like the bootleg version yeah. and letting somebody smarter uh, test it, work it, and make the better version, and they'll come back and do that later. Well, that definitely happens too. I mean, that's uh, what China does better than anybody. Yeah, they, I, they take some shit and just redo it. I'd be feeling like. This is just my <laughs> theory. It's like VR, right? It might be so fucking dangerous that they don't know like how it'll let it out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like they give us like little bits and pieces of yeah. it to like let us, you know, and they spoon feed it to us so they don't kill us. <laughs> and the world just go crazy. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because they probably tested it on somebody and they died like before. <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah, they was like, "Oh shit, we went too far." It's like, hold on, let's mm. like pull it back a little bit and just give them this. Like you said, give them this version of it. You know what I mean? But I feel like there's more. Well, I think when they when you really don't know what the fuck is going on, that's with military stuff. Mm -hmm. I think military stuff like weapons and you know spaceships and uh, aircrafts that they're developing. Mm -hmm. We don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're doing some shit that we have no idea. Right. But I think with things like consumer electronics, like technology, I think what you see is what you get. Mm -hmm. I think this is as good as they can do anything now. They're working on the newest, best shit. Right. You know, and that's coming around. They always, they're always constantly in development. Right. They're all competing against each other. Days there's no on. way they would hold anything back. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. Damn. I feel like there's a phone that charges in two seconds. It's like okay, if no you're way you have it out. If you're in a war, right, and your cellular device goes down, it's like you can't plug it in and charge it. It has to like happen quick, right? Right. So like they have that, in my opinion. They just don't give it to us. They but that all that stuff. The, I could see your argument because it's 
you're in a war, they might have better batteries like that the military develops right. or some new kind of battery. Mm-hmm. That's possible. But there's so much money in batteries. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much money. If they had a better way of doing it, right. like if, if, if Samsung came out with a phone right. that charged 100% in 30 seconds mm-hmm. and it, you, you, Apple would have to, they would have to figure out how to compete with that. Right. They would have that out. Right. They wouldn't hold on to that. No one would hold on to that because that would just dominate the market. too powerful, right? It would dominate the market. Yeah, yeah, it's too powerful. But that happens. That's what always happens. Yeah. That's how Blockbuster's out of business. Right. You know? Right, 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 right. That's why there's no more Tower Records. Mm Mm-hmm. All all that shit happened in our lifetime. Yeah, for sure. Like, 100%. Music isn't even physical. Right. Like, and I make music and it's it's not real. (laughs) Right, it's a sound. Yeah, it's a sound. And, Fuck. You know, I that, don't know. That, that is a crazy way to look at music. Mm-hmm. What is this? The R17 Pro, which is the company's latest, is the fastest charging smartphone in the world. It advertises that 35 minutes is all it takes to entirely fill up a dead battery. That was seven months ago. So, mm, so it's probably faster. They now. got something like that for yeah. sure. 35 minutes. So, what do you think they can do, like for a full battery? I would say that there's probably a hundred cell phones out there that can charge in five minutes. There's not a million right. because they can't source that much. Uh, Wait a minute, charge more than this can? Like yeah, you, like, I would say like there's a military phone that they might have a hundred of them okay. passed around the military, mm-hmm. but it's not mass produced. And it can because, charge up in five minutes? Sure. For really? sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. If this can do 35 minutes, you two should get seven times faster. <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> you guys are all conspiratorial on that's electronics. Not big, that's not no, that big. It's just, yeah, I mean, it, uh, to me, that's, that's normal. That's a big leap. To me, that, that shit is normal. This is energy that we're talking about, right? Right, right. Bro, like, cars still move off of gas. Like, that that's shit true. is like the Stone Age, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, shit's going electric. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's on some spaceship shit. So they, I mean, like, at the end of the day, like, they have this shit. They just can't give it to you because they, they, they're they killing people testing it. It's like, <laughs> it's like food. You know what I mean? Like... They have right. to approve this shit before it comes out, but they have a car that goes, it just crashed into the wall, you know what I mean? And somebody died in it, and they're like, whoa, we can't put this on the streets yet. It's like all of that shit, energy, really? yeah. Like, Well, you think they have a car that's so fast they can't put it on the street? They have, uh, I just feel like transportation <laughs> in general, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Communication, transportation, yep. technology, the way we hear music, the way that we view things and shit like that. Our whole experience, tech, technology, technology, whatever the fucking word is, <laughs> we're being spoon fed. FaceTime, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was like you used to have to have the service to, to FaceTime. Right. Now everybody can FaceTime, you know what I mean? It's like, People don't even call each other no more. They just FaceTime. So we feel like, oh, man, we came up. Mm. This this was blah, blah, blah. Like, we feel good about that. We feel excellent about it. But there's more. I feel like this is just me. I just feel like they're just sitting on it. You know what I mean? They're waiting to give it to us. I don't think companies have any reason to do that. Yeah. The only reason to do that would be to get rid of the stock of the stuff that they're already selling. Mm-hmm. That'd be the only reason. Because sometimes when companies announce a new product's coming, people stop buying the old product. Like Corvette is having a problem with that right now. Okay. Because the Corvette, <clears throat> excuse me, they got this car, the ZR1. You right. seen that thing? Yep. It's a demon. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous that you could go to a, a store and buy a car that has that much horsepower. Mm-hmm. 
but a lot of people don't want to buy them because then there's a new Corvette coming out in like a year right. that's a mid-engine, total re-new design. Gotcha. They don't want to be stuck with the old one. Gotcha. People get weird. Yeah, that's true. So in that sense, they might be holding out on what they're about to be able to do. Mm -hmm. But like we saw with that foldable phone that Samsung tried to come out with, mm -hmm. and then they had to take it back because mm -hmm. it was so defective. So many of them were breaking. It right. was a giant embarrassment, and they pulled the whole thing. Right. And now they're trying to rework it and figure out what to do with it. That That's like... If a company has something like that happen, and that's the number two smartphone company in the world, oh, they're number one, right? Samsung's number one. Huawei's number two, Apple's number three. Mm -hmm. That's the number one cell phone manufacturer in the world, and they got that kind of a fuck up. There's no way. They're not holding back anything. I don't think so. I think they're trying to sell the best shit they have right now, and then they're in development with the next level shit right now. But as far as like what they can bring to market, mm -hmm. what they have is what they bring to market. Mm -hmm. I think like those on-screen fingerprint sensors, they didn't used to be able to do that. Now they can. You just touch the glass and it reads it. Mm -hmm. All that shit is like they're just trying to get it dialed into the point where they could sell it to enough people and it doesn't break. Mm -hmm. Like like that stupid folding. Did you see that folding screen? Yeah, it's like a fucking, you could, like it was a regular phone, but it folded though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then it would fold up into like an iPad. To an iPad, yeah, yeah. yep. Yeah, that shit's <laughs> stupid. But that thing kept breaking. Okay. And, you know, when it came out, everybody's like, holy shit, this is the future. The glass bends. I think there's like, like you said, there's like the 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 people who just freak out about whatever's new, right? Right. And then there's like shit that really moves the, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like really changes shit. You know what I For mean? For sure. And there's a huge difference between those. Like, you got the people who just want the new shit, and then you got motherfuckers who's actually, like, doing shit that changes things forever. Like, streaming changed music forever. You know what I'm saying? So it's like mini discs and all of that other stupid shit that people were trying to do <laughs> to change music. It didn't work. You know what I mean? And it didn't exist. So it's like the one thing that stands out and changes things forever, that's what motherfuckers remember. I don't know if they're holding it or not. It is what it is, but, like, there's some smart motherfuckers who designed this shit for us. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Yeah. And at the end of the day, like, the, you got people who just consume it, and they're just like, oh, man, I'm here for, for whatever, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? And then I feel like there's a lot of people who understand it and know how to play off of, you know what I mean, those people's emotions. And then mm -hmm. that's where you get, like, you know what I mean? What we have now. And me personally... I love everything. Like, I'm not a person who, like, is stuck with the old shit or has to have all of the new shit either. Like, I'm just, like, obsessed with life in general. Like, all of this shit fucks me up. But it's crazy. It's insane. We live in insane times. We man. live in insane times. What's like, cool about today, too, is that we can go and still, like, appreciate and use some of the shit from the past, like a record player. Yeah. You know, use a record, listen to some old records. Right. You know, and then and realize like, wow, this is how people used to get their music. Mm -hmm. They used to sit in front of the record player with headphones on. I remember being a kid doing that. Right, right. People would listen to albums. They open up the al album, looking at the art. Mm -hmm. That was a big part of an album. Right. What, what was the photo layout? What was the the pictures? What were... It's crazy how everybody thinks like the new shit ruins the older shit too. Like, right. 
It's like people still enjoy everything, yeah. man. Like, you know, it's just stages of it. I love that that old shit exists. Yeah, hell you yeah. Go back and listen to some of that old stuff. People don't watch tapes anymore though. Like you you can't no. you can't get like a VHS. Like that's <laughs> that's not the move. Yeah. I, I think those are dead and gone. VHS. VHS. Remember like, when someone would give you a copy of a copy and it was all like every now and then it had little mm-hmm, lines through mm-hmm. it and shit. You get like second, third generation copies yeah, from friends. Yeah. VHSs are done, bro. You remember? I don't know if you remember this, but you used to be able to buy movies right after they came out, especially in New York, because dudes would sit in the back of the movie theater. Oh, like the little bootleg joints. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. You could watch the movie from like it was like a like, video camera. Yeah. It'd be like in their video and the movie. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was crazy. That was a crazy time. Yeah, they weren't hiding shit back then. <laughs> <laughs> They were using all of their technology. Yep. That's everything they had. <laughs> that was everything they fucking had. The crazy thing is that's not that long ago. Probably. In terms of the human race, that's not that long ago. That's the 90s. That's so, that's so recent. So this is what, 2019? So that's yeah. 20 years. So you can go back 23, 24 years maybe. Imagine if you could see what the fuck 24 years from now is. It's crazy. I related to like when I was younger in the 90s. Because I was like a baby in the 90s. I wasn't even a teenager. So 20 years from then was the 70s. Yeah. And shit was totally like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like now from 20 years from to, for that to be the same time frame, like that shit is crazy to me. You really want to know how crazy it is, man? Get yourself into like a 1970 Plymouth mm-hmm. and drive that thing mm-hmm. and realize that in 1970, mm-hmm. that's how people drove. Mm-hmm. They drive this thing that like it barely knows where where you're telling it to go. Yeah, hell yeah. You could do this with the steering wheel. They didn't even have on the power street. steering in, in the 60s and shit, bro. Like, yeah, you're you right. had to turn that thing like a this. A lot of them didn't. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them didn't. But do you, those cars were terrible. Horrible. And that was just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of like human history. Right. If you looked at a block of time in history, like if you looked at the difference between 1820 and 1840, in our head, it's like, that's the same shit. Mm-hmm. 1820, 1840, what the fuck was different? There was yep. nothing different. Yep. But if you look at our generation, yep. forty years ago to now, it's insane. It's true. That's it's insane. It doesn't even make sense. It's, it's nuts. Yeah, it's it bare. We're barely the same thing, Bruh. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Have you driven a Tesla? No, I haven't. The, Pretty good. The preposterous. It's a preposterous car. What's the deal with them? It's so fast. It doesn't make sense. Really. Every other car you drive afterwards will feel stupid. <laughs> you could drive mine. I'll you got you drive a Tesla? Mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could drive it. They're that legit? It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever driven in my life. Fuck. It doesn't make any noise. It doesn't make, it, it makes zero noise. This makes noise. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop turning my doorbell. <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's a fucking rap music video, entourage style. This is a girls in their underwear, dancing, <laughs> bottle of champagne. A girl in my house. <laughs> Someone should just follow you through the camera just to see who rings your doorbell. <laughs> Bro, I do not know who that girl was. <laughs> Welcome to the party. <laughs> what were we just talking about? Teslas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a spaceship. It's next level. If you think that they're holding back anything in the automotive world, drive that thing. And you're that's, like, oh. See, no, nah, that's, that's the thing. I feel like all cars are going to look alike. 
and they're gonna look like Teslas. Mm. So you're gonna have this super fast one for like the elite motherfuckers, but then they're mm. gonna have like regular ones, and then we're all gonna have the same car. We're all gonna have the same phone. We're all gonna have the same watch, and we're all because it controls everything. Like you're, they control mm. your house, so it's like everything is integrated. The TV, mm. the Xbox. It's like you all want it in one. So the only way to do that is for everything to be the same. So, yeah. like, if the Tesla is that ill, I never drove, driven one. But if it's that ill, I don't see why people wouldn't be into it. Like, it's a, just the pain in the ass is it takes a long time to charge. Okay. Is a, I mean, even if you have a Tesla supercharger thing, like I have one, a wall mounted charger that's, it's like more amperage. That's tight. It's nice. But it still takes a few hours to charge if it's almost dead. Okay. Whereas you can get gas in like five minutes. Exactly. Don't That's they the have like portable different. chargers? No, 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 no. They ain't do that yet? <laughs> no, no, no. You need insane amount of power to okay. power that thing. But how long? It's does... got giant batteries in it. It just takes hours and hours to fill up. That doesn't sound like fun. Well, because it goes 317 miles. Did you see this race they did with the tunnel? What is it? It's uh, two Teslas at the same spot. Like I guess it's in Hawthorne where they have it. The one on the right is using the tunnel. Oh, they have Jesus. completed, and the one on the left is going above ground. Now, is this tunnel like auto drive? Yeah, it's, it's oh, got. Fuck I think that. it's got those tracks on the side so that it can Bro, stay in place. Look how fast that's it goes up going. Up to 127 miles an I hour. I'm so not comfortable with that. And then the, it slows right down. The way that it moves is different. Like, that's, that's how robots cool. are going to kill us. That's crazy. It's so fast. You can't believe how fast it is. That's insane. That guy's not moving at the top, yeah. and the guy's moving very fast. It takes him four and a half minutes to go the same time. It takes this guy a minute and a half. But that guy's go. battery's dead as fuck on the right, <laughs> I'll tell you that. If you stomp on that thing for that long, you better be prepared for that shit to drain quick, especially when it's in ludicrous mode. That's what they call it? Ludicrous mode. Yeah, and now they have ludicrous plus. I'm, I don't even want to turn that shit on. I don't need that. What kind of asshole is unhappy with ludicrous mode? So I was going to ask before, don't you think there's some car company <laughs> trying to beat them? Yeah. Has well, to be, right? Tesla has a Roadster. Have you seen the Tesla Roadster? Mm -mm. Oh, my God, Jamie, pull that up. It's a spaceship. It's this little sports car-looking spaceship that goes 0 to 60 in 1.9 seconds. It's a spaceship. It's a spaceship. <laughs> Look at it. That's the Tesla Roadster. Oh, that's I like that. It's a dope-looking little car. The roof comes off, too. That's real, huh? Oh, my God, that thing's a demon. What? That thing is a demon. How much does that cost? I think it's two hundred thousand dollars. It's real. Yeah, it's not out yet. Oh, They're okay. working on it. Oh, okay. They're working on releasing it soon. Yeah, two hundred grand. But look at that. Yeah. One point nine seconds, zero to sixty. Yeah, I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> they just seem. They, the electric really cars nice. just seem like the future. But it again. That one's going to be interesting because it has 600 miles. It can mm -hmm. go 660 miles, I think, without uh, without charging, mm -hmm. which is a long distance. Mine's like 317. Oh, okay. The That's new one, the ones they have dope. now are like 317. That's dope. Yeah. That's amazing. It's wild. It, I, like, my mind is literally blown by this shit. Yeah, me, mine too. Like, for real. Like, that shit blows imagine, my mind. If, imagine if you're one of those people that makes those things. Yeah. Like, that's your job. I feel like it's like really a process, like scientific, like, you know, because you don't want nobody to hurt themselves. Exactly. I mean, you know what I mean? So yeah. you have to get it just right. Sure. So it's like, what's the process of that? Like, what are the fuck are they doing, like, with technology and, and electricity in a car? Yeah. And they have all, the, all these safety features. They have auto drive. That's the, drive the thing. For itself. It's yeah. like, it's going to be so fast. It's got to have hella safety. Jesus Christ, girl. <laughs> Uh, I'm just gonna let you in. I can't turn this thing off. Oh, there it is. <laughs> the same girl? 
I don't know. Who She's I, persistent. I don't know who that was. She's a go-getter. I don't know. She can even go get something else. <laughs> 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 but yeah, man. I mean, it's when, when you drive something like that and you realize like, oh, okay, just 30, 40 years ago, cars were these stinky, weird things that barely steered right. right. And now you have these things that it seem like, mm-hmm. it seem like they're from a futuristic movie. Mm-hmm. And you can get them right now. It's crazy, yo. Like, it's insane. Because people like, okay, where are we going to be without transportation? We got to go somewhere, right? We got to get there somehow. What is this, Jamie? I was looking up. I thought I saw something today about a Lamborghini electric car, but this fell into this hole of the Terzo Millennio, some new, it is an electric car by Lamborghini that self-heals. It has some sort of carbon fiber technology that allows it to fix itself if it cracks while it's dry. I don't know. Oh, That's perfect. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, sweet. <laughs> it detects cracks and damages there to There we itself. go. It's a fucking transformer. There we go. I don't know. It's a transformer. It's going to heal itself. I I was hoping you had heard of it. No. Self-healing. Oh, my God. There we go. It's going to fix itself. Sorry to distract from that, but yeah. But it's Italian, right? Yeah. Listen to me. That's my people. It ain't going to (laughs) work. Those savages. It looks insane. (laughs) They're thinking big. If you want to go on a long trip in a Lamborghini, you're out of your fucking mind. That thing will leave you in the middle of the desert. They're thinking big. That's it? Yeah. That is a. It's got these weird, crazy, unbelievably good-looking car. Light tires. I don't God know that damn, is. that looks like the future. That's fire. Look at that thing. It's a spaceship. But you, if you take one of those, you know that it's made by Italians, <laughs> right? You know it. Like, look at that. This is my thing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey! Yep, yep. When you put, put the accent with the car, it makes sense. It's so flamboyant. Look at the wheels on that thing. What the fuck is with those wheels? I don't know. Wow, that's crazy. An Italian spaceship. Yeah, cars are getting closer and closer to spaceships. Yeah. What if people start flying around? You comfortable with that? I'm not. I don't want anybody landing on my house. Landing on the house, <laughs> air accidents. <laughs> yeah, man. Those don't seem too good. No. And the regulation of... What lane do you stay in? Yeah, because yeah. we work so hard to develop these roads. It's like, where uh-huh. where are we going now? Like, what's going on here? Can you imagine if we had, like, a floating bubble highway system, right? Like, there's, a, there's balloons held on by by rope that go all the way to the ground, and that marks the path where you're allowed to fly your uh-huh, flying car through. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But people don't look, and they slam at each other. And oh, man. You're out there in the park with your yeah, kids. regulation would suck on that. Yeah, for man. For sure. How do you stop people from? Well, it would have to be autonomous. It would have to be like Tesla Auto Drive. So it just takes you up and it just brings you around. Mm. It would have to be something like that. That makes sense. Yeah, you, we couldn't leave it up to people. Not with flying. Hell no. It's too many yeah. different personalities. Yeah, but then there's gonna be lazy people that don't charge their fucking flying car, and then it gets up there and it's like that, 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 that. Like you didn't charge it. You shouldn't ah. be able to take off if it's not at a certain. If it's, if it's if it's capable of dying, I agree. Ground it. Then we're going to need more regulation, so we have more government. <laughs> Air laws. Right? You're going to have to. That's the only way. Yeah, yep. We need more government, more regulations. Yeah. Air cops. We yeah. need air cops. Oh, my gosh. The yeah. air police. Let's not talk about those guys. Air police. They'll be even on more on edge than yeah, ground police. Than the ground police. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Because they're, they're in the air. Yeah. Yeah, yep. They're probably going to be super paranoid up there. For sure, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if we ever do eventually get to space travel, if human beings ever do figure out how to, like, go to other planets and set up a civilization on Mars or something Mm. like that, that's probably what the real 
next level future of humanity is going to be. For sure. Other than artificial life, if we can really figure out how to set up a base somewhere. Mm -hmm. Do you think you would ever go, if there was a base on Mars, it takes six months to go to Mars? If there was a threat on Earth. A threat? Yeah, it was like, yo, Earth is about to be fucked up. Like an asteroid? Yeah. I would, you know, I would, if, if Mars was all right, I would try to go. I would take my family and go. Yeah, totally. Wow. To save my family. That makes sense, to save your family. Yeah. What if, yeah, what if Mars was awesome? What if they figured it out? If it was awesome? Yeah. I'd rather just die on Earth. Yeah. I'm cool here. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I just wonder once they actually do start going from Earth to other planets, how many people are going to be willing to do that? All the rich <laughs> folks. You think so? Mm-hmm. I think rich folks want to go into orbit. I don't think they want to go to Mars. I don't think there's a you whole lot. You mean to live there? Just may, maybe if you can come back. Let's say we're far in the future. Vacationing. Yeah, take a little vacation to Mars. It takes Everybody. six months to get there. Everybody, you think? <laughs> if it takes six months to get there, hold on. That's another one. It's a long I trip, think man. I think a lot of people would do that. I think a lot of people would do it. I think you're right. If they knew they could come back, because then they'd be able to brag about it. Mm-hmm. People would love to brag about going to Mars. It's like that time travel thing where it like, takes six Earth months to get there, but oh. for you it's like two weeks. Ooh, I don't think it works that way, but yeah. I was wondering how does that... You have to be like at the speed of light for oh, okay, that to happen. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Now we getting deep. <laughs> it might be interesting. You might be able to go save some time if you go do that. Yeah. Earth months. You could lose some time, though. I know that's a fact. Like, if you go into space at a particularly high rate of speed, and then you figured out how to come back, like, your brother, your twin brother would be way older than you. Mm. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That makes sense. I went to see this Brian Cox show. Do you mm-hmm. know who Brian Cox is, the astrophysicist? Mm-mm. He had a show he did in L.A., and in the back they have this gigantic screen, and it, it's this real high-resolution screen, and it showed all of the galaxies in the universe. Mm-hmm. It showed all of them, you know, just all jammed in together with, like, appropriate space in between them. And you look at it, and you just go, what? What the fuck is that? Like mm. we're in that thing. Mm. We're one dot in just trillions of dots of all these other galaxies Damn. That, through the known universe. I've never seen anybody show it that way. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he talked about was that the rate of time is not the same for each person, even on Earth. Mm. Like depending on where you go and what you do and what speed you travel at, if you and I we're born on the exact same day and we both got a watch and that watch was perfectly calibrated and you put your watch on and I put my watch on and then we met when we we're 80. If our watches were still working, the time would be different because mm. we've lived through different time and it might be only incre- like a tiny increment, like a second or a couple seconds, mm-hmm. but enough so that in the, the whole universe, and it was high as fuck. So while I'm there watching this thing, the whole thing just blew me away. I was mm-hmm. like, this is a crazy way to look at the universe this is it right here ah yeah if anybody gets a chance if you that's just one galaxy that they're showing that was it's a one galaxy colliding with another galaxy it's fucking spectacular whoa yeah (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) do you get into space documentaries i'm about to you got to i just don't believe everything that everybody tells me so about what about shit like that so I would have to get it from a reliable sports source. You would have yeah. to tell me like the good okay. space shit. Any Neil deGrasse Tyson ones? Um, 
uh, Lawrence Krauss has got some good stuff. He's got good audiobooks too. Mm-hmm. Um, that Brian Cox guy's as good as it guys. He's a genius. He used to be a musician. Okay, he's actually in like a, a pop band. Okay, I think in the eighties or the was it eighties? Yeah, like a popular pop band. And uh, he's a legit astrophysicist. And he just talks about space. <clears throat> yeah, he gives these very entertaining. It was this guy Robin Ince. And they, they have this like stage show mm-hmm. and, you know, he comes out and talks about things and explains things. But explain when he explained that time thing to me that if we live the same life, that our watches would be different. Yeah, that's crazy. I love shit like that. I'm writing his name down. Brian Cox, C-O-X, not like the dicks. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <clears throat> I wouldn't put that name in there. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> that could be a problem. Yeah. yeah, if you get a chance to see that show, man, it's it's a, it's a good thing to see too because it's so different than anything else you go to see. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I'm always at comedy clubs. I'm always in, you know, either in the audience or on stage. Mm-hmm. So to be there at this place in the audience of this weird kind of like show slash science seminar, mm-hmm. it's amazing, man. That's tight. Yeah, that shit seems crazy as fuck to yeah. learn and laugh. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get you on some science documentaries. Hell yeah! When you're smoking weed and watching science documentaries, that's it's gonna help the, my music. That's when the real thoughts come out, kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you realize there's no getting away if you, if you, you know that paranoid feeling that you get sometimes you get too high. If you have that paranoid feeling combined with a science documentary on space, mm. then you realize, like, mm-hmm. we, yeah, we're we're all very insignificant. Exactly. And you seem extra high because you're high watching space. Yeah. It's like, yo, this dude is stoned. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> How Have you gotten high your whole life? I started when I was 16. When you were 16? Mm-hmm. I started smoking every day. Wow. Yeah. So right around the time where you were becoming successful as a rapper. Mm-hmm. It was really like high school because I hated school. And I was just so done with it. And I was selling pot. And my mom found out. And she was low-key just super cool with it. It was like, yo, like, I smoke, you smoke, we smoke. And you know what I mean? Wow. It, it actually helped me get through school, like, to make it. It made it tolerable. Like, you know what I mean? Sure. I was able to deal with, like, the shit that I didn't want to deal with. Because I'm an intelligent kid. I just really didn't like school. I didn't like... The school that I went to was good. I went to a nice school, but it was just... I grew up in a time where it was like... You know what I'm saying? It was weird. So... Well, every school for every kid is not what you want to do every day. It was It's just not what you want to do every day. And, like, you got teachers who say certain things to you, and it's like, all right... I understand what I'm really here for. You know what I mean? And I see who I am to you. And you let it be known. It's kind of hard to, like, take those people serious and want to do the work and all right. that shit. Want to so, follow their lead. Yeah. And it's like, for me, that was the bare minimum. It was like graduating high school. It was like, I could move on with the rest of my fucking life after that. Yeah. Weed helped me get through high school. <laughs> I don't say that for everybody. I ain't going to say that for everybody. It helped me. I believe you. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of shit that's not that fun, but when you're high, it becomes interesting. Mm-hmm. A lot of shit. Yeah, yep. yeah. That's why air travel. Air travel is always better when you're high. Way better. Way better. And you could take THC pills, you can yeah. eat edibles, you could do whatever you, you want. You become like appreciative of the experience. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be up there flying. For real. Yeah. <laughs> There's something to me about music, listening to music too in a plane while mm-hmm. you're high. Mm-hmm. 
just that it has like extra impact like yeah. headphones on and a plane surrounded by all these people mm-hmm. but no one's talking mm-hmm. flying through the sky going 500 miles an hour mm-hmm. thirty thousand feet above the rocks mm-hmm. and that music kicks in Ooh. yeah yeah something about old music too for for me like like lately i've been getting into a lot of like really old rock and roll mm-hmm. you know just li- just imagining what it would be like to like to be around those people, mm-hmm. you know, see Keith Richards and Mick Jagger in the 70s mm-hmm. or, you know, to see Little Richard, mm-hmm. to see James Brown James live, Brown. Hell to yeah. see James Brown perform live. Mm-hmm. God. Yep. There was nothing. It's hard for us to imagine. There was nothing like that before them, mm. you know, mm-hmm. like there's there's levels of like impact that those early musicians have. That it's hard to really historically put into place because there wasn't anybody like them before that. Nope. No rock and roll stars. Mm-mm. No rap stars. Mm-mm. Think of how recent that is. Yeah. That's right? super like, new. Stand-up comedy is only about maybe like 70 years old or some mm-hmm. shit like that. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe really. Maybe you could say 100 if you want to get crazy. Mm-hmm. But rap is like. 30? 30 years old. 40 maybe? Maybe 40. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and it keeps evolving it keeps and evolving, changing. Yeah. yeah, like music in general. Um, my favorite genre is like pop music. Like I love anything that could be considered pop because it changes with the times. But you have these mega stars, you know what I mean, who just transcend like it, like it's 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 like so they're be, they're larger than life. Like mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, you know right, what I'm saying? Sure. Like he's bigger than just music, you know yeah. what I mean? Like and you you become a legend like as time goes on, but like to be a living legend, like living in those times and to be around those people and to really hear their music and experience them and shit like that. I feel like that shit is crazy and it's like a it's a gift like for the fans. It's a gift to be that person. It's a responsibility as well. But just like to be the one, like like Beyonce, yeah, yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like that shit is crazy to me. Like to, to be the one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Michael Jackson was the one when there was no one before. Mm-hmm. There was no real one like him. I mean, there was Elvis, and that's about it. Right. There was other ones that were big. Mm-hmm. They were very popular, very mm-hmm. famous. But Michael Jackson, trans- he transcended so hard. I was listening to WBCN radio mm-hmm. in Boston. Mm-hmm. It was a rock and roll station. And they were like, I know there's a rock and roll station, but this song is so fucking good. We're going to play it anyway. Yep. And they played Michael Jackson. Yep. And we were like, wow. And he had been performing since a kid, so he worked his whole life to get yeah. to be, what it, what was he, like 30 or something like that when he was yeah, like Yeah, probably when he peak. was at his peak. Yeah, yep. There was no, like, there was no roadmap for him. Nah, that shit is amazing. Amazing. And he did, you know, funk music, and he went through disco, and you know yeah. what I mean? And it just was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And I would have loved to have seen him live before the controversy. Right. You know, just to just experience him as an artist yeah. without having anything attached to it. Yeah. What he did or didn't do, I don't know what he did. Right. You know, I have no idea. Right. Doesn't look good. Right. But I would have loved to have seen him without the burden of that. Feel me? It must have been insane. And only just to just to see, like, he was like a, like, like we're t- saying that it needs to be a different word for work. Mm-hmm. 
you know, because sometimes it's not work. It's right. a passion project. It's just it's way better than work. Mm-hmm. He's a different. He should have a different word for a star. Yep. Because he was like a supernova. Yeah. He was some rare thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that might happen once every hundred years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for even sure. there's legends like Elton John and Rod Stewart right. and fucking. There's le- all kinds of legends, but then there was Michael Jackson. Right. He was above all of them. Yep. It was a, 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 a mania. Yeah. Kids would dress like him. Everybody wanted to wear those thriller jackets. Right, right. right? Yep. <laughs> There's an art to it. I feel like every musician has a choice, like, if they want to go there with it, right? Yeah. I feel like Elton, like the Elton Johns and, like, even, like, Prince and shit like that, they stayed true to exactly who they were. Not that Michael Jackson didn't stay true to who he was, but he put himself into he put himself out there for the world he did everything he had cartoons mm-hmm. he had sneakers he had he did everything you he know bought what I mean? the beatles music yeah he bought yeah like you know what i mean <laughs> fucking dude owned other people's music <laughs> yeah but like yeah hell yeah he was doing hella shit yeah i just think um there was no roadmap for the poor guy right you know yep when you're living in that fantasy world that nobody else can understand right right and there's no one before you and then everywhere you go people are screaming mm-hmm. he never had a break no there's no breaks there's no you couldn't do it he couldn't do anything or no go hell anywhere. no hell no nothing normal nothing that's crazy that would suck the, i wonder if that what that would be like until like if michael jackson came around today and he didn't exist before he would for sure be a huge star but i wonder if it would be as crazy because there's so many more stars now mm-hmm. than there were back then mm-hmm. because of the internet because right. there's just more venues and right. outlets for musicians mm-hmm. for for basically everyone for comedians for everyone right there's more outlets yep. so because there's more outlets there's more famous people right i wonder if he would be as cra- it, w- it would be as insane because back when he was that famous there wasn't like anyone that was parallel Mm-mm. not even close Mm-mm. yeah man w- would you do you listen to old stuff yeah what do you yeah. listen to I like um, we. I do like '90s R&B now, but I like uh, funk music. I like like Bootsy Collins. All right. I like. Uh, <laughs> I love Jimi Hendrix. He's one of my favorites. I like uh, Curtis Mayfield, uh, Marvin Gaye, uh, freaking Cool in the Gang, fucking. Uh, I listen to everything, bro. I, I I like a lot of the older soul music, like the Spinners, uh, Patti LaBelle. You know what I'm saying? But I was raised on everything. My dad listened to Bob Marley. He listened to uh, freaking uh, oh, we used to listen to a lot of Sting and the Police. Really? Yeah, I love Sting. He's one of my favorites. Um, just all the jams, you know what I'm saying? Like the classic shit. Like you could put on any song, like for real, for real. And I fuck with it because I, I listen to a lot of different music. And yeah, hell yeah, Marvin Gaye, man. Yeah, he's one of my he favorites. Was, he was phenomenal, man. Yeah, Marvin Gaye was really good. And his his tragic story. That was crazy. His dad shot him. It's so crazy. I I dated a girl once. This girl was so nuts. Mm-hmm. And. uh I, I we were talking about you Marvin Gaye. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about Marvin Gaye, and I was saying like it's, like it's so insane that his dad shot him. And she said, "Imagine what a piece of shit he had to be for his dad to shoot him." Yeah, right. And I was like, "What? 
I go, no, 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 no. Why would you assume he's the piece of shit when his dad fucking shot him? If he's a piece of shit, why doesn't his dad just get away from him? No, if his dad's shooting him, his dad's a piece of shit. Like, but it was amazing. She was like instantly thinking he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, I, I'm like, I don't get your logic. It's How did crazy. You, that's Everybody someone with a good dad. Different. <laughs> that's because she's someone who grew up with a good. She still loved her dad. Uh huh. She was close with her dad. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, that. Oh God, I don't even know my dad. So that was, to me, I'm like, that dad shot him because yeah. he was Marvin Gaye. Mm -hmm. He's probably upset that mm -hmm. his son had become Marvin Gaye. Truth. <laughs> Imagine being Marvin Gaye too. Where you, all your songs are like the best music to fuck to. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't have. There was nothing. There was no slide into the DMs. Nah, they had to find him physically. Yep. But he seemed like kind of like a faithful guy. Like he seemed like he would find like one chick and yeah. just fuck her and write an album about it. That would be a good narrative. Mm -hmm. I think it's hard for those dudes if they're singing about fucking all the time. Mm -hmm. it's, it's coming their way. It's a tsunami. But they usually like just want to fuck one girl like that. Right. Like those those Romantic love songs, dudes. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like when yeah. the music's dark, like Easy E, like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like he's fucking mad bitches. He wasn't talking about like <laughs> <laughs> like just one. Like right, right. You know what I mean. He wasn't on his Marvin Gaye shit. That was what I remember. Cause he said sexual healing. You mm -hmm. know what I mean. When you get that feeling, he needs sexual healing. Like yeah. the shit made him feel better. Yeah. You know, when he was with her. That's you know a big I mean? difference between the NWA's first album. <laughs> <laughs> Big difference in the message. <laughs> Sexual healing. There's some shit from like the early gangster rap days you listen to today. You're like, whoa, yeah, yeah. Like this is this is crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. I remember it at the time when it was first coming out, mm -hmm. and no one knew what, like no one could understand. There was no music like this before, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you have Ice T. Yeah, that was before they like, even whoa. had the, the freaking parental advisory on there. They yeah. made that because like it was like yeah. yo parents. Make sure y'all uh, mm -hmm. check this out before your kids get it. It was Al Gore's wife. It was Tipper Gore. Mm -hmm. It was she was the one who was in charge. She was like she was leading the charge. Yeah, against I think it was her. Make sure I'm I'm right about that. Is it? I was. Right? I'm not mad at that. That made rap music better. You think so? Hell yeah! It's like made it more dangerous. Oh, we put the the extreme. Yeah, yeah. They, shoot, they were trying it's to like a rated R movie. They now. were trying to ban some stuff though. They were trying to ban like certain Luke kinds of music and like. Uh, oh yeah, well that was rap. Florida. Uh -huh. Florida's crazy. Mm -hmm. Don't fuck around in Florida. If they I'm catch cool. you in Florida, yeah, they, they arrest people for anything. You can get arrested for obscenity in Florida. Yeah, I'm straight. I'm good. I'm not going to Florida. Florida was a. That's well, I'll go, but I'm Broward, not going right? crazy in Florida. Yeah, <laughs> Briar County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't get arrested for swearing. Yeah, you know, like, you know what I mean. That's what they got two live crew for. Right? Yeah, explicit mm -hmm. lyrics. Yeah. Fuck. I'm good on all People that. People forget actually. about that, right? Yeah. Like those guys were like the Lenny Bruce of rap. Right. Like R Lenny Bruce is a guy who went he got arrested a bunch of times for stand up comedy because mm -hmm. he wouldn't change his words and his, you know, swearing on stage and yeah. was brought into the, in front of the court. That was two live crew. In Imagine a lot of going ways. to jail for like For rap. Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy. For saying something. For saying something. Somebody doesn't like it, so they want to put you in a cage. Wow. Because they don't like how you're saying. Wow. They don't like what you're saying. They don't like how you're saying it. Like, could you arrest someone if they just said that somewhere? What if they're in the comfort of their own house mm -hmm. and they said the things that are in that? Mm -hmm. Is that illegal? Yeah. Could you yell it out the window? Yeah. Could I drive down the road yelling it out the window? Right. Should be able to. It should be able to. <laughs> Who the fuck are you, man? Who the fuck are you to tell people they can't do that? But then Florida, they're like, nope, obscenity. Yeah. For rap. Florida's like its own world, though. Like, that's yeah. why when shit goes down, it's like, all right. And then it's Florida. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it is, it's so its own world that mm-hmm. it's being overrun with invasive species. Mm-hmm. A lady got attacked by an cro- uh, alligator just yesterday. Do you mm-hmm. hear about that, Jamie? I feel like Big, that happens all the time down there. Happens we just don't all hear the time. About it. More often than not. Yep. More often rather uh, than not. No, that's not even the good way to say it. More often now than before because there's a lot of them. <coughs> yeah. I could imagine being a gator, not having nowhere to go, just yeah. kicking it in Florida. Want to eat some stupid lady? Yeah. Like, look at this dumbass. Slow bitch. And I've she... been around for a long ass fucking time. I'm yeah. hungry as fuck. Yeah. Florida's fucking crazy. Let's eat. And you just look at that lady like, she's so annoying. Maybe, yeah. Maybe no one will even notice. I don't even eat ladies, but I'm going to do it today. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly they eat dogs. They love to eat people's dogs. That's what's fucked See, up. it's a good snack if you're, if you're an alligator. I love dogs, though, so I don't know. But if I was a gator, a dog would be a good snack for yeah, it's, sure. I would it's a good meal. Prefer prefer a dog than a lady. Yeah, people have clothes on. You exactly. Digest their sneakers and shit. Man, that's yeah. annoying. Yeah, yeah. Shoes don't yeah. taste good. If you didn't live in California, what state would you live in? Hmm. If I didn't live in Cali, what state would I live in? Not Georgia. Not Florida. Not Pennsylvania. Not New York. Not New York, huh? Nah. Too crazy? Maybe upstate New York. Ah. Uh, yeah, maybe upstate. Then That's you too cold, worry, though. You got to worry about ticks, too. Yeah, fuck ticks. Fuck ticks. Yeah. All, everybody gets Lyme disease out there. Yeah. Damn. I don't I don't know. I never thought about that. When the shit hits the fan. I love California the so tsunami much. Tsunami rolls over us. Maybe I'll go to Australia. Every time I'm on the highway nowadays and it's jammed up, bumper to bumper, I just say, imagine if something happened. Mm. This is just Thursday. Mm-hmm. It's a regular Thursday and it's bumper to bumper. Yeah. Imagine if some shit went down. That'd be fucked up. People wouldn't know what to do. We when it rains out here, people don't know what to do. They panic. Yeah. They slam into each other. They forget <laughs> how to drive. It's like, dog, it's just <laughs> rain. It's just water coming out the sky. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It's a strange place to live, right? Because people aren't tested out here, like yeah. by by climate. Yeah, yeah. On the East Coast, they're tested by climate. Yeah, yep. That that wind comes, that s- snowy wind comes. You got to get gotta the fuck prepare. inside. You got to winterize your car. Yeah. Got to get snow tires. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> real. Motherfuckers out here don't know about that. They don't know. Hell no. They don't know. Three hundred and fifty tornadoes last week. Where? Yeah, Just I heard about in that. In the Midwest, wherever Tornado Alley kind yeah. of Shit. Yeah. Yeah, they got fucked up, up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Was, that was like Ohio and where else? Kentucky, I think? Yeah. Uh, bunch, uh, they just handing out tornadoes. Missouri, Missouri got hit hard. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I don't know if that's really because of climate change, that those are ramping up. But if they ramp up in unprecedented levels like that and it becomes impossible to live in Ohio... Or Kentucky or anywhere where there's tornadoes. You imagine how nuts that is if we find out that the center of the country is just tornado, like a, t- a tornado bowling area. Wow, <laughs> just that would a bowl be filled with tornadoes. Florida, you're just dodging hurricanes most of the year. They just get lucky if it doesn't oh, happen where yeah. you are. Yeah, you get lucky. Whatever. Yeah, you're 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 a dick sticking out into the ocean, and it's right where all the tornadoes get formed or all the hurricanes get <laughs> <Yeah>. formed. <laughs> they all get formed there. That's where Only. they all go, right? Yep. Because it's like warmer waters, right? Like, here we go. We're yeah. going to get started right here. Yeah, fuck hurricanes. I've been in a little baby hurricane before, and I was living in Boston, which mm-hmm. is pretty far away from the ocean in terms of where my house was. 
And it's still, it was like, wow. Yeah. And that was a little baby one. It was nothing. By the time it got to us, it was nothing. I lived in Japan for two years. And Did they you really? used to have some crazy fucking earthquakes over there. Oh, really? While you were there? Yeah, they had earthquakes and typhoons. You saw both? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, What was the earthquake like? Bad. You never been in one here? You yeah, know, I've been a baby one. Oh, I've been okay. in like a 5.5. Bro, like I'm talking about whole room just shaking like... It's like a ride at, at Universal, like, because you see shit moving. It's like, damn, is this really happening? And this shit happens, bro. Like, the earthquakes over there are insane. Wow. Yeah, yup. And they get some crazy rain, like, when the typhoons come. That shit gets really violent, too. Yeah. Yeah, yup. Yeah, the Japanese you, are, you know, they, they, they hold it down. <laughs> what were you doing living over there? My parents are military. Uh, my mom was in there for a little bit, but then she got out, and then my dad was in there. He got out, but remarried, so that's how I stayed uh, in the military. Thing was my stepmom, and uh, I would move. We would live on base, you know, what I mean, for like two years or whatever, and then I would move back with my mom. Wow, what was it like living in Japan? As a it young was guy? crazy. Like it was fun. I lived there in the late nineties, so it was like. When technology was first changing, like music was just now going into MP3s and shit like that. So um, there was that. Um, Pokemon was really popular over there. Mm. <laughs> uh, it was fun, like just being a kid, like running around fucking it up in Japan. It was cool, man. That was fun as hell. That's a an, an interesting little extra level to your brain, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like you grew up those two years in a completely different kind of culture. Yeah, So totally. you have a, a different understanding of what's possible. Right, 100%. I think that's so big for kids, man. Yeah. Show them shit. Yeah. Yeah, you it know? helped out a lot for sure. Um, yeah, it was cool. It, was it has fun. to, right? Yeah. Like as far as your perspective. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's being around. I, I've only been to Tokyo for a few days, mm-hmm. only once, and right. I was like, "This is one of the trippiest places I've ever been in my life." It's crazy, it's so interesting. It was crazy. Living there was wild. Like no TV, like regular TV. They don't got any like American TV stations. Oh so wow! So for two years, I was just like <laughs> disconnected. Yeah, like I didn't wow. have shit. Yeah, yeah. It was. And crazy. this is so. This is before Netflix and everything too, right? Uh-huh. Right. Or YouTube. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> that was probably really good for you. No, it sucked. I couldn't watch wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet it was really good for your brain. No. You don't think so? I need that. I need my entertainment, man. <laughs> Fuck that, yo. I need to be a part of the world. I couldn't buy all the CDs and shit that everybody was listening to. It was it was whack. Did you learn to speak Japanese? Just a little bit. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Baby Japanese just to get around and shit. But I forgot it, though. You forgot it all? It, not all of it. Well, it'll come back if I like, you know what I mean? You right. run me through it, but I can't sit here and say no Japanese words. How hard was it to learn? It wasn't difficult. No? Nah, nah, it's not difficult. Reading it is difficult. Oh, yeah. different? Because they have symbols or characters. So it's like one character means like three of our words. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, yep. And then they have like three different styles of writing it too. So it's like we have print and cursive. They oh have no! Three different ones. Oh, that sounds so annoying. Yeah, it's weird. Well, the, on one hand, you don't want it to go away because it's an ancient language. But on another hand, you're like, can you just clean this up? Simplify this shit. For I me, honestly <laughs> think they got it down pat. You know what I'm saying? They don't even want us to have <laughs> fucking. <laughs> know that shit you know yeah. what i'm saying like at the end of the day they're like we'll learn english if we want to but if you want to learn japanese it's gonna be difficult bro 
I want to learn some Asian language because I I'm fascinated by reading like uh, Twitter messages mm. from you know how much I many more characters they had yeah they can write books yeah 140 characters like how many words is that though yeah you know that's a lot of fucking words it's or true. if it's 280 true I mean 280 of those Asian whether it's Chinese or Japanese mm -hmm. those little symbols that, yeah. that's a lot of talking man yeah yeah it's hard to put like the ingredients on shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would imagine. Do they have symbols for numbers or just use numbers? I forgot what the numbers look like. I think it's symbols. Really? Yeah, like, yeah. Like I don't imagine three. that as like one, two, and three. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah, must I have something. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never even thought of that. Yeah, yeah. Like, what does, what, what is, uh, let's go with Japanese. Does Japanese, does the Japanese language have symbols I that represent numbers, like you would write the letter, th the letters T H R E E for three, like that. Like you would write three, or you'd be the number three. Mm -hmm. Do they have that in Japanese? Nah, because Japanese is like each, <coughs> each ni, san, shi. Oh, uh, there's different, different, whole different words for it. So it's like one is ichi. So it, however the symbol, however you spell that mm -hmm. in Japanese. I, I'm starting to kind of remember what it looks like now. Do you think if you could move back there right now, you'd just get right back in the swing of things after a while? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> David Lee Roth moved there from Van Halen, the lead singer of Van yeah. Halen. He moved down there and uh, took kendo lessons. Mm. He lived there for like more than a year. I would probably appreciate it more now as an adult. You think so? Yeah, yep. Because as a kid, you kind of just want to run wild and do everything that you right. see on TV. But Oh, so you must be annoyed that you were stuck there. It was kind of weird. You know what I mean? I was yeah. 13, like, wanting to, like, go crazy. It was fun for a little while, but, it, yeah, you want to go back home and shit. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Of course. But as an adult, I feel like I would, I would benefit a lot more from it. Yeah, yep. So at this stage of your career, when you're when you're looking at like what you're putting down, when you're making albums, when you're putting together your music, like what what excites you the most about it? Um, I'm a huge fan of music in general, so I get just inspired off of like production and shit like that, like the newest producers and shit, mm -hmm. like because I like to go out, I like to enjoy myself, I like to have fun. So whatever is popping, like at that that time whatever the sound is whether it's west coast inspired or if it's down south inspired i'm just interested in finding my own way of doing what's new and what what my fans would love from me because um like as a music person you want something new every time you don't want the old shit all the time you could go buy that so i just love creating and, and just coming up with what's new you know what i mean mm -hmm. like i work with the newest producers i work with the newest artists i work with you know what i mean i try to i try to make my shit sound different every time i always tell my engineer i'm like yo let's fuck with the shit sonically so it don't sound the same as the last album like right I come up with new ad libs or just different shit to just kind of keep it fresh still do what people know me for you know what i mean but it's like just coming up with new ways of doing that, I get excited. That's awesome to hear. Mm -hmm. I love it when someone loves what they're doing and it comes out great. Yeah, it's, thank you. It's beautiful to see. Mm -hmm. it, it really is. And that, to me, is one of the most inspiring things um, that I get out of any artist. Mm -hmm. It's like hearing them talk about their process. Right. I don't know why I get. I always get jazzed up. <laughs> I love it's, it. It's crazy for me because, like, 
there's different ways to to do what what I do. Like I have so many ways. Like I could sit there and just come up with some shit like brand new. Or I have like this the Oreo commercial with my son, where it's like there's a team of people who like come up with what could be the best for me, and I just do that shit, and then it just goes crazy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like "See You Again" is one of my biggest songs, and that song had like eight different people on it, but I wrote two verses that the person who made the original song I wrote two verses for it that they loved more than anybody else's song I mean anybody else's so they gave me the whole record and it ended up being my host I mean my, one of my biggest songs you know what I mean wow. so it's like the process of just like putting yourself in the situation and just being like alright cool let's work that's beneficial as it's as beneficial as being you know what I mean a creative just okay I'm gonna do what I do you know what I mean sometimes you gotta step outside of that and just use your talents it's like being an actor mm-hmm. or you know what I mean like you just fill in that spot that people need you in and I'm kind of at that point in my career because I worked so hard and grinded and done so many things and come up with so many uh, waves and ideas that didn't exist before now I could use other people's ideas and just be myself and still and get, you know, a really big effect and everybody is happy. Beautiful. Yep. Dude, you you live in the life. You got Hell it yeah. nailed. Hell yeah. Congratulations. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great time talking to you, man. Thank you, I bro. really appreciate I had awesome it. Man. Time too. Thank I appreciate you, you too, bro. Very nice. Thank yes, you, sir. sir. Thank you. Hell yeah. Um, that's it everybody. Bye. Yeah.